All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Cole Tracy, former LSU kicker. You're listening to One Team, One Podcast. guys welcome back one team one podcast episode i'm having all these malfunctions episode 68 guys um really terrible news as we're coming on the air um and it just hit just now um kind of what i mean everybody was kind of you know it's the worst case scenario but um obviously Corey, i think it's go uh the way you pronounce her name but um, that was the body that was found um, out in reserve down the Mississippi River. Terrible news. I work at a news station by um, in my in my day job, and I kind of knew this was probably coming, but it's still nonetheless is just terrible, terrible, terrible news. So uh, prayers up to the family. That's just now coming out right now. So it's just awful, awful news. Um, one Team One Podcast, I am uh, solo at the moment. Uh, I see Intern Jack driving up right now. Jack, Intern Jack is late. Um, and, you know, he's an unpaid intern, guys. But I'm not quite sure what the punishment should be for this. Um, should we have a punishment? Um, and I think that we need to figure that out in the chat. If you guys can let me know what the punishment is going to be for Jack... Let me see if he's walking fast. He's not even walking. He's fucking not even walking fast to the door. It's amazing. These kids. Um, <laughs> Sam, what the heck are you doing by yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm riding solo, riding dirty over here. Uh, got my J's on. I got my drink over here. Uh, we're good. I got I got my little concoction made. So um, here he comes. Here he comes to explain himself. It's going to be intern Jack walking in any time now here. Help, he's still not in here yet. Um, so anyway, here he comes. It's uh, He's he's in. Yeah, we're started already. Um, all right, so we again, we started off with terrible news. Um, the, the body of Corey Goche was just found, so... And I know that's a huge deal for the LSU community, obviously, but... Um, 
Yeah, oh, Jack. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, man, I, it, it's it's kind of a, a rough uh, time to start a podcast, but here we are anyway. Um, but we also have some other breaking news that just hit. It just hit, and I'm so glad. Guys, today we're going to have Cody Worsham joining us in about... I'd say eight minutes. Maybe he might be running a little late with all this breaking stuff going on. I'm not quite sure. But also we're going to have Pierre. get harassed about it. Huh? I wonder if he'll get harassed about it. I don't know. <laughs> but we'll also have uh, Garrett from uh, Fifth Quarter LSU coming on at about 645. Um, I see him in the chat right now. Um, all right. Here's some of the breaking news that just happened. All right. So hold on. Let me get my. A little staticky right, on that break, one. I don't know. This is a fucking, uh, <laughs> um, Andre Hyatt has entered the portal. Shocker. <laughs> actually, I mean, it makes sense, right? Actually, it is kind of surprising. He, I, you he, know, he, he played, seems like you know he just seems like a program kind of guy. You, you know, know I mean? it, they listed him as a guard in the, the article that I read. It was Saturday down south. Guard slash forward. Sure, he's not a guard. He's a two slash three. He's fucking not a guard. Like he's just a small forward. Sure. He sure. likes the rebound. He likes to get in the paint. He likes a lot of people call the three a guard, though, in certain systems. And like in our system, a three is a guard. Hey, he's for not the a, for he's not LSU, a it's not like he plays the post. Him and Milwaukee Wilkinson are not guards. Like, and I, I had that argument with Brandon Lejean earlier uh, about the same thing. I just don't. Feel, he's I don't, a wing. He's a wing, though. They're they're forwards. They're small forwards that are just sure. too small. <laughs> I guess, I and I, I don't mind him Milani's, transferring. Milani's a lot different. I, think. I don't mind Hyatt transferring because you got guys coming in. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I was worried about guys like Gaines and guys like Cook transferring. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something I want to talk to Cody hey, about. Um, if Cook transferred, that would be the least surprising thing of anybody on the team. I agree because he didn't get any minutes last year, and he's about to get like he's about to have the same. Problem this year with Penson coming in, yeah, is, and then hopefully we is get Gaines uh, your Miller. Point, is Gaines your point guard over no. Cook? He's not. He's not your points guard. He's not your point guard over Penson. I know, but uh, over Cook though. No, I mean yes, yes, he is over Cook. But it, would he play off guard? I, I think those are he'd the play, questions that pl- I think he would play the two. They, these are some of the things that I want to bring up to Cody and guys. If you have any uh, questions for Cody in the chat, please let me know. Uh, put them in there. Um, I want to. I want to kind of get. Uh, we're going to talk about some basketball recap. We'll talk about the transfer portal, but we're also going to talk about spring football. And Cody is now um, over strategic communications for LSU. He's also doing the digital reporting. So he's got a big job over there. Obviously, he knows that. I talked to him on the phone uh, or, or, uh, late last week. He understands the job that he has. Um, there's a lot of cleanup going on at LSU, and he's kind of part of that effort. But um, – you get, get your questions in. We'll, he'll join us in a few minutes. Hey, before we do anything else, though, I want to. I want to. Big shout out to all of our sponsors. Um, first of all, I I reached out to um, Patrick Michelson over at Bank of England Mortgage uh, today. I had posted uh, the Joe Burrow statue. Yeah. Uh, post on Facebook and I posted it on Twitter. Sure. I sent him over, like, I actually tagged him. I think God, I tagged him. I tagged him on that post as like a paid sponsorship. Um, and oh, yeah. I showed him today on Facebook. He had like 15,000 impressions on that <laughs> post alone. And I was like, see, 
Here you yeah. go. So we appreciate those guys for supporting us. Um, he was talking to us about payment today. They're really good guys over there. You need to check out Bank of England Mortgage. Um, they can do any any loan for you. So any home loan, obviously. Refis, new purchase. Get in touch with these guys. Patrick lives out in St. Francisville at the Bluffs. He'd love to play golf with you as well. So reach out to Patrick. Let him know that the podcast sent you. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Uh, hopefully a longtime sponsor to come uh, for Bank of England Mortgage. And you'll see their, their info on the screen uh, down here below me. I need to do a better job of making that visible. For fuck's sake. What the hell was that all about? So anyway, um, oh, that little logo down there. Yeah, see, <laughs> see it right here. Yeah, I, I didn't even know what you're talking about at first. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, also, Ether Insurance. Uh, big shout out to Adam Emirata at Ether Insurance. Check out those guys; they can do quotes for you right at that website below. Um, any kind of quote you need for any kind of insurance you need. So um, they're one stop shop for insurance. They can also do real estate. So ask Adam if you need a realtor as well. Um, bear Process Safety, the big orange bear. Um, always doing work. He's asking me to play golf last weekend, and I couldn't play. I was pretty bummed out about it. Um, check out Bear Process Safety. Any process safety for plant and industrial, uh, you guys talk to your safety managers about Bear. Bear will hook you up. All right. Brandon Lejean over at Courtesy Buick GMC. Um, they're getting – I think they're taking pre-orders now for the um, the new Hummer. So they have the new Hummer coming in as well. Nice. Um, so give these guys a call. They do pre-orders like crazy on like all the new uh, – the new uh, Tahoes and everything coming in. Um, they'll. They got any good uh, Coach O commercials over there? Coach O commercials? The Hummer? No, no. Nothing? No, none of that. But uh, anyway, give him a call on, on a pre order, but also check him out on Facebook. He gets deals all the time coming in on his Facebook page. So uh, give those guys a reach. Also, um, Relief Pools. You need to go check out. My guys at Relief Pools, that is uh, Ben Landry at Relief Pools. He is pumping them out right now. He is actually booked out until, I think, June at this point. But he showed a couple of pictures of some uh, spas that he's doing. I'm telling you, I used to have a pool and a hot tub. And I can tell you, if I did it again, which I will eventually, we have a little space set up for it, I'm going to do a hot tub, no pool. Um, I mm. use the hot tub all the time. We didn't use the pool hardly ever. I was the only one that used your pool. You were. I would, I would you would come, come over, over all the time. Me, Charlie, and William would That's all right. come over. Yeah. Exactly. And I never used it, so I wouldn't I wouldn't do it again. It was a waste of money. But the hot tub, the hot tub, I used it every day, and it was almost like me and my wife would get in there, debrief about the day in the hot tub. It was the best thing we ever had. Um, also, uh, bogeys. Check out bogeys. They are open to full capacity now. They had a Masters uh, Sunday. They're doing crawfish on Sundays as well. So check out bogeys. Our friends over there at Tigerland, uh, go check them out. Uh, we really appreciate all of them. All right, so we have Cody Worsham joining us in just a second here. The man, the myth, the legend, Cody Worsham. Uh, the trolleyball legend, Cody Warsham. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's already shaking his head. Um, <laughs> here he comes. He's joining us. How are you doing, Cody? You doing all right? What's up, guys? You got uh, you got the That's Joe version of Cody. No shave. Um, oh, okay. We, no uh, shades. Yeah. I've, been, I've been at the beach for about – 
five days and just got back. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so yeah, I was talking to you while you were on vacation. Look, you're a good guy, man. I think I think you were at the beach last time we talked to you. You were at the beach the last time we were talking to you too. Pretty sure you. No, were. I took off. We took off Saturday, and then. Um, I think we were straight COVID. I, I think we were straight COVID quarantine Maybe at that so. point. Yeah, that, that's all a blur. That whole time period. <laughs> I know. Blur. Can you imagine doing COVID last year with this weather that we're having this year? Yeah, it's um. I've been having COVID flashbacks. I just watched um, mm. uh, Last Chance You, the basketball one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert: that. It ends with COVID. Yeah, I didn't and, see it all, so you just. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Someone spoiled it for me before I finished it too. Um, (laughs) but I've been having flashbacks, and so and then like your memories on Facebook pop up, and like yeah, for sure, man. I'm so glad. And we we, a year later, and we started our podcast during COVID, so a lot of the memories that we're having are like, like I bought a mic or whatever, and it's like. (laughs) Like, look at us now. Look at look, now. Look at you. Look at the little engine going. I know. <laughs> the professional uh, setup. That's right. Um, all right. So, a few things that we wanted to talk about, and all this breaking news just happened right as we went online. I know you know about it, but um, obviously, the uh, prayers to the the family of Corey. I think it's Goche, right? Cody, right? Uh, that's that's how I would say it. Yeah. Goche. Um, man, that I work. You know, I work at a news station, so I kind of knew had a hint of what was going on here, but. Um, just terrible situation there, but I know the whole LSU community has kind of wrapped their arms around that. Um, but then we just heard about we were wanting to talk about LSU basketball and, and maybe the transfer portal, and we're hearing Andre Hyatt has entered his name into the portal. Um, so, kind of wanted to get a recap of basketball, and I know you did too. Like we're we're huge LSU basketball fans, and I've been a basketball fan. I mean, since Chris, I have a Chris Jackson, um, you know, poster on the wall here, but. You know, we're getting to the rise of basketball with Will Wade here. What what are your thoughts on the direction of the program, and are we about to see a big overhaul in roster here? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to see. Well, let me answer that question second. Let me answer your first question first. Sure. The 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 overall direction. You know, speaking of flashbacks, I think back to the 2016-17 uh, season. I was working at, at Tiger Rag, and I, I had been. Um, I had been covering LSU basketball pretty hard um, at Tiger Ag before then. But I remember that season in particular, um, that was the season that they lost, what, 15 in a row, 16 in a row, and went two and two and whatever in the conference. And um, it was just a dark season. Mm-hmm. And you could kind of see, like, LSU basketball had bottomed out. And it was like, all right, well, when are, when are they going to get out of this hole and, and kind of get back to – you know, where we think they should be at least and competitive in the SEC and making those runs every, you know, couple of years and just being an exciting program. If you would have told me that year that LSU would hire a guy and, um, you know, by the time he got through his fourth season, they'd have won the most games in the SEC out of any program in that, um, in that time frame, or um, that they'd, they'd have won an SEC title and that they'd have made, tournaments and back-to-back tournaments and won games in those tournaments i just said sign me up right now so yeah absolutely the you know from 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 an on-court perspective and the way they've played um and 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 the the, the teams they built you know you, you can't ask for much more um for for the roster overhaul yeah you're gonna have to see it just because all those guys are gone and so um 
I have to be a little bit careful because I don't know what I can and can't. That's the fun thing about working at LSU is I never know what I can and can't talk about. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about certain guys until they sign stuff or whatever. But you, would you, know you get in trouble or would I get in trouble here? Uh, I think everyone would get in trouble. I think okay, you'd get in okay. trouble. I'd get in trouble. I'm used to um, getting in trouble by LSU, so go ahead. That's our thing now. Uh, I well. <laughs> I am not used to it, and I would not, I would like to keep it that way. So I agree. I understand. Um, but you know the names that are out there, and you've seen some of the guys that have been linked in the portal, and you know you saw the Hyatt news today that, that was reported. Um, yeah, that's that's what it's going to be like. But that's that tends to be the nature of college basketball, anyway. That tends to be the nature of um, Will's teams. There, there's turn, turnover every year. Um, this year was kind of the exception of that rule where they brought back a bunch of guys that that didn't typically happen. I think that's right. why his expectations for the season were so high because um, they brought so many guys back. So he, he's used to that. But I think when you look at the guys that you do expect back for next year um, and some of the, the comments that Will's made in recent interviews, it, it, it's got a chance to be a, aesthetically a team that I think people like a little bit more. It'll be a scrappier team. It'll be a ball movement team on offense. It'll be a team that, you know, is, is maybe a little more, I don't want to say fun to watch because I, I didn't find this team not fun to watch. Right. Necessarily. But it was a lot of ISO ball. It was a lot yeah. of, maximizing the talents of the team that way i don't think next year's team will be like that you may you know you may have a guy or two that can iso but i think you're gonna have a lot of guys coming off screens a lot of off ball movement a lot of um you know maybe they play a little bit slower on offense maybe defensively they're a little bit stronger so it'll be different it'll be the maybe the most unique team he's had since his first year but it'll be it'll be a challenge but will he's he's really good at this he's really good at roster building and evaluating weaknesses and playing to his team's Mm -hmm. strengths and I, i think that's where they'll be next year. What do you? What are your thoughts on? Um, I, I know we've seen uh, Xavier Pinson already, and we already have a ch- uh, question in the chat. What? Uh, how are we feeling about Xavier and Seneca Wright um, as far as coming in and I guess being immediate starters? I would assume, right? Both of them. Yeah. Again, one of those names. I don't know if I can acknowledge. <laughs> I Seneca Wright. We'll talk about Seneca Wright. I've been on vacation. Uh, I gotcha. Seneca. I, I can talk about Seneca. I was trying to remember sure. if I saw an LSU tweet about that, but I think it's just an Instagram post. So, yes. Yeah, I think so. If, yeah, if you see any, if, if while I'm talking, you see anything, you can tell me. Let me know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, maybe I should text Kent Lowe. I don't want to give Kent Lowe a heart attack and start talking about something I'm not supposed to. But I can talk about Seneca for sure because I've, I've seen Seneca around. Um, one thing that I can say about Seneca is well, two things I can say about him. He looks the part. Physically, he, he looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy that can come in and play and long fit too, in the right? SEC. Like six, What's that? Seven, he's huh? long too, right? Yeah, he's he's I, he he's a six 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 seven, a legit mm-hmm. lengthy guy, um, well built. He's not huge, but he's he's well defined. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I can say about him is as high character a kid as you could ask for. Um, yeah. And 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 I I say that from secondhand experience. I've only met him once, but talking to people whose opinions I trust very high, um, highly say the best kid you could ever imagine. So that, that's, that's, um, that's encouraging. And then you look at his numbers and, and what he did at San, he's at San Jose state, right? At, right. Um, that's right. Yep. It, it, the numbers speak for themselves. You don't put up those kind of numbers no. No. Um, at the D one level and, and, and not know how to play the game. So mm-hmm. I think he'll be a big, big part of what they do. I think fudge will be a big part of what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, getting that getting that extra semester under his belt of preparation, I think, is going to be important. He he's one that they've got to build up a little bit. But um, you know, Josh LeBlanc will be in a bigger role. Mawani yep. will be in a bigger role. Uh, I love Jalen Cook. I think he'll be in a bigger role. And then Eric Gaines. You know, we, we, I, I think there's more to Eric. I think Eric Gaines could have a Tim Quarterman 
type of oh, I'm so glad you said that because that's who I've been I've been comparing him to Tim Quarterman. He just that long, lanky, energetic defender. Yeah, um, and he's he's a, you know both both from Georgia, both South Georgia guys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gaines is a little you know he's not quite as as long as Quarterman was, um, but uh, he's got a little he's got a little more um, explosiveness to him. Quarterman was more long crafty right um Gaines is crafty but he's got he's got some real explosiveness to him um and I think he's got more scoring punch than he showed this year so those guys all be big parts of what they do and um a lot of question marks but I think this is where Will is really good is is this time of year developing guys bringing in guys to fill in gaps and, and start building that team for the for the future yeah, and I, I didn't find anything on uh, the other guy, so we're not even going to mention him. But uh, I think he's what gonna, other guy? Yeah, he's yeah, going to be a starter. We all know it. Um, anyway, uh, another question: Is Sharif, uh, if he can stay healthy, is he a starting five? And I, I can probably answer that for you. He's probably not. He, I would say he's a role player at this point. Um, with kind of the other guy, I, I almost feel like the guys that are coming back are all role players at this point. I don't know if any of anybody coming back. I'm not sure who would well, start. I think we still have we have we haven't seen Sharif fully healthy since he was in high school. So no, I, I, I yeah. would be if he was fully healthy. I actually think that he's very capable of being starting five. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, All I, season, I think with even the length, when he was playing, the he was, length he was alone, still I, you know, a guy like Gerald Colbert. I don't know what I'm getting out of him yet. Um, and it, I, I want to see some. I think you know a lot of LSU fans, and I'll just. Cody, you may know this already, but I feel like a lot of LSU fans are missing the piece of uh, you, you get a guy that stays for three or four years and they develop year after year. We're used to guys maybe being here for a couple of years and then they want to go pro. And we don't get to see a full development of a four-year player for a lot of the a lot of these guys. Um, and it, it, it kills me to know that last year, this past year, we could have had Tremont Waters as a senior <laughs> on this team. It just yeah. absolutely crushes my soul. Um, and, you know, a guy like Darius Days, I, I would want Darius Days to come back and be, you know, my comparison to Darius Days has always been uh, Draymond Green um, and be like a guy that could develop into that kind of player in a senior year. Um, but then you got guys that um, – who was who was I even talking about when I was going on this tangent just now? Tremont. No, there was another somebody else we were just Sharif. talking about. Sharif O'Neal. All right, so um, all right, so Sharif O'Neal is a, a to me a role player. You got a guy like Gerald Colbert that could be starting, um, and I don't know who's going to fit into a starting lineup. I, I mean, I would think Josh LeBlanc. I don't even know what my question is at this point. I'm just so like full of like ideas of a roster i don't know i, I just want depth, yeah it's you know it's, it's it's really early to speculate on that um you know like a big issue is is you're gonna have to replace cam thomas even going further back than that skyler Mays, kind of that two guard that could get a bucket for you i, th- I think we know who the, the answer there may be um mm-hmm. i think the brandon murray kid that they've they've signed has a little bit of that to him too yeah you you touched on a interesting philosophical perspective of the, the four-year guy versus the one-and-done type mm-hmm. and, and where you fit in that scale. We just saw Baylor win a national championship with a bunch of yeah. third, fourth-year guys. One of them's from Lake um, Charles, uh, Vital. I mean, Vital was from Lake Charles. Jared Butler's from uh, played at Riverside. Right. Um, yep. But LSU went, signed Javante Smart instead of Jared Butler. That's how, that's how that works. So 
it's it's a balance and i think you have to know your program and what you can recruit to and how you can recruit and will has kind of identified this this low five star type of player the Nas Reeds, the Trenton Watfords, um, the Emmett Williams, who are five stars, but they're, you know, in the the twenties or, or in the, the 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 high teens, but usually in the twenties uh, in their national rankings, and that's because they're more limited than the the legit. You know, I, I don't want to say they're not legit, but then the you know the top five players in the country. Right. Um, they have they have. I mean, even, even Tremont was like the what the twenty sixth or twenty seventh player in his class, but that was because he was five foot. Not, yeah, you know? right. Um, but but Will's identified that player as, as both gettable to, to LSU and and then somebody that can come in and help LSU win. But you know that they're going to be here for the most two years. You know, you sometimes you get lucky and you get a Javante it, six round for a third year. Now, but, is that because of their um, rankings? It's a tough fill- is that because of their ranking? That? Is that because of their ranking going in, and that kid has it in their head that they need to leave early because they just know that they're that talented? I think it's part of it. I think it's a cultural thing too. I think some guys, you know, some guys come in and they're open to the idea of I need at least three years to develop and get Mm -hmm. ready. Some guys come in and they're like, man, I'm doing my year. Like I think Trenton Watford probably came in and was like, I'm I'm a one and done guy. And Will Will said that Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this year. He said, I failed him because he should have been a one and done guy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some guys come in and, and maybe that's, maybe that's what sells them on the program is that Will says, Hey, you come in, I can make you a one and done guy. Mm -hmm. Um, like a Nas Reed. Um, you know, that's, that's all, that's a little bit speculative on my part, but it's, it's the type of player you recruit and it's the type, you know, look, LSU is not going to necessarily get the guys that Duke, Kentucky, sometimes Kentucky, but not Duke, North Carolina, that, that top five player in the country. They're typically not going to get that kind of guy. They may, mm-hmm. they may, they they haven't gotten that guy in the past. Let me say it that way. They haven't gotten that guy in the past. Now, may they get there at some point? Sure, but they've identified that. You know, even Cam Thomas was that guy. He was probably the twenty third, twenty fourth ranked player mm-hmm. in his class. That is a, I, I call him like a, a, a an eight, like a, a five star minus, like an A minus. Like yep. he's a five star, but he just got that fifth star. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's worked. Look, he's. They've won the most games in the SEC for the last three years. That, that it, It's worked for them. But it, it creates this problem that we're talking about right now where you're constantly turning over your roster. And um, the good thing is that Will is not afraid of that work. I, I saw him the other day on campus, um, and I asked him, I was like, what do you think of the roster? He's like, we're going to be fine, man. Like, we, we, we've got guys. And that was before, it, you know, any any um, any announcements had been made on Instagram about potential transfer. He said, we got guys who are going to fill the needs. We're going to guard better next year. We're going to move the ball more. We're going to be fine. We're going to be right where we need to be. So if he says that, I believe him because if you go back and I wrote a story on Will um, before he started at LSU uh, or like right when he first started for Tiger Ag where I followed him around for a day and everything he said in that article has basically come come to fruition. So Will says that I I tend to take to the bank. Right. Right. So Uh, what are your thoughts on a rim protector? Yeah, I don't know if Colbert can be that guy. Um, you got to get one, and they're 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 going to get one. That's the that's the first thing he told me. So we're we're going to get a rim protector, and I think they had a couple names in mind. I don't I don't follow recruiting like I used to, and um, mostly because I can't talk about it as as I've made made it clear. Sure, right. Um, I mean, you're talking about a freshman um, or a transfer yeah, in. They they may be looking at both. I would defer to like the twenty four seven guys on that, like Billy and Body. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's, he's um. Well, if he's Shay if it, Shay would freaking return my text messages, 
I would have him on, but he won't. <laughs> I see him at Overpass uh, Merchant, and then he won't return my text messages. <laughs> damn. Well, Shay is Shay is now officially more more elite than me because he's harder harder to reach than me. I need Thank to step you. up my game. I need to, <laughs> I need to get on stage level. Yeah, you need to start declining <laughs> yeah. us here. And yeah, you're all you're into communications. He's into like anti communication apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's buying a paywall. You got to pay to get straight. I'm free. I'm not I do actually. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I, I, you know, there's a guy that we've tweeted out about that I want hard because we didn't get him the last time. Any thoughts on Dick Vitale before we move on to football? I know that's kind of it's kind Any of thought, yeah. I, you know, I grew up a huge Dickie V fan. Sure. I was a I was a big Duke fan growing up. Um, and I didn't understand until probably like six or seven years ago that there were people that didn't like Dick Vitale. I just thought he was like universally beloved. Um, I'm aware now. Let me just put it that way. I'm aware of the, the animosity now. It's been made, made very clear. Um, that, so that's that's all I'll say. But I grew up being a, a, a big Dickie V fan. Okay. So, all right. We're going to move on to spring football. Um, you're – Everybody's favorite time of year. We just can't get enough of a football. And baseball is struggling this year to where I'm more, uh, I think, attached to spring football than I normally am because LSU baseball is usually taking over my whole life at this point. But mm-hmm. uh, we're obviously struggling. We're going to struggle against SEC pitching. It's just my, my, my internal thoughts at this point. But, all right, sp- spring football, quarterback battle, my guy's Max Johnson. I'm kind of going in there with, with just thinking that it's Max's to lose at this point. Miles Brennan's got to come out guns a blazing um, to kind of take this over. And I'm I'm actually expecting a big performance out of a guy like Miles Brennan, and maybe a little sleeper out of T.J. Finley to kind of show off his arm a little bit. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on spring so far? And is there anybody that I'm I'm missing that's kind of like way under the radar right now? Uh, we've heard some stories of um, Devonte Lee and uh, Mason Smith. Obviously, has been the big um, the big draw so far. But anybody else I'm I'm kind of missing in that? Yeah, uh, Jay Ward has had oh, a really yeah. big spring. Yeah. Um, mo- moving to safety, Jay Jay has um you know he. He got hurt pretty, if I'm remembering correctly, pretty early in camp last yeah. year. Yeah. That was uh, right before, before he, Mississippi, Mississippi State. State, and the Mississippi State was a yeah. disaster. Yeah, well, Don't he, get oh. he didn't now practice. I'm in a bad mood. He didn't practice once going into that he, game, right? No, now I'm in a terrible yeah. mood because we're, we're thinking about Mississippi State. That was your fault. I did it to myself. Look, the 2020 <laughs> season basically didn't happen. Okay, just, yeah, it didn't let's happen. just wipe, let's flush real, it. Yep, exactly. It wasn't a, a real season. But Jay, I had heard a lot of really good things about Jay um, all summer last year about how they thought he would really – because if you remember, the thought was, oh, they're set at corner with Rick Stingley and Flott and Mm -hmm. Nickel. And I kept being told, like, no, look out for Jay Ward. Like, he's going to be – he's going to be the dude at Nickel. And he got hurt right before the season and then, like, played the first half of the season – at maybe 75%. And he got exposed at times or whatever. He was hurt. He it just flat right. out wasn't healthy. Yep. And then we saw later in the years he got healthy. He started making a lot of plays. And the Florida pick and Ole Miss, he had um, he had a couple big plays against Ole Miss. So we, we saw what he was capable of. I like the move to safety. I love when a corner moves to safety. If he can handle the, the physicality of it, I think it, it opens up 
uh, all kind of doors. And you know how LSU's always kind of use safeties in the nickel too, so it right. gives you some yep. versatility there. Yep. Um, I, I said this name last year. It did not pan out well last year, but I'm sticking with him. I think Damone Clark is going to have a really good year. Um, I think Damone Clark is a better football player than we saw last year. Absolutely. I think Damone Clark is um, – I have a special affinity for Damone Clark because he, he – I always get made fun of by people when I do this on my podcast, but it's if you, if you don't watch sports like this, then how are you watching sports? I always look at athletes and compare them to myself when I played. And, like, that's how you watch sports. Make fun of me. I don't care. Um, I see Damone Clark – and like see some of myself because I was the classic like overthinker, just always overthinking everything, um, a little bit hesitant, thinking too much, not playing enough. And I was always jealous of the guys who could just turn their brains off and, and, and just mm-hmm. hit or, or, or just play. And I think that was Damone's problem last year. I think he was just overthinking. He was always, a, you know, just, just um, he wasn't reacting. He wasn't uh, instinctively playing like we saw in 2019 when he was flying all over the field yeah, right. in the role that he was used in. So. Right. Heard good things about Damone. Think he'll be, um, think he'll be in in a really good position to, to make some plays this year. And then quarterback, man, I, I can't pick between the guys. Um, all I can say is that I remember years and years and years of scarcity at the quarterback position right. for LSU, and just praying for a guy to come in that could get the job done. Mm-hmm. And now there's at least three who I've seen get the job done in SEC games that I know can do that. I mean, like, let's say TJ's number, the, the number three guy right now, because that seems to be the perception. I don't know what the, the actual depth chart right. is, but let's say he's number three. When has LSU had a three that had beaten South Carolina and um, beaten Arkansas on the road right. as a true freshman? Like, he, he did some things as a true freshman that LSU just hasn't had a true freshman quarterback do, period. Um, now, you throw, you throw Max into the mix and – what he did the last two games and kind of the the moxie that he has, the poise he has, the touch he has, the athleticism, um, you know, that gives you a really good base. But Miles was – I think he led the country last year in passing yards per game. Like yeah. he's he's got explosiveness in his arm and a lot of confidence and um, really – it's a good spot to be in. Like, I know we want to speculate and say, all right, this, this is my guy. We're going to split off into camps. Like, oh, I'm on Team Miles. I'm on Team mm-hmm. TJ. I'm on Team I just want to be right. I just want to be right, you know? Yeah, we, and we all do. Like, we, that's, that's the fun of being a fan. I'm all in for that conversation. Like, that's fun. I, I remember being a kid, and, like, it was 05, and it was, like, Flynn and – uh, Jamarcus. Jamarcus and and Marcus Randall. Right. Um, I mean, you were a Marcus all, Randall guy. Like, you were a Marcus Randall guy in 05? No, I was I was a Jamarcus <laughs> guy from day one. I was um, too. I was too. I, I I love I love Jamarcus. The first time I saw his like rivals profile and like his grainy highlights, I was like, that guy's gonna be really good. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, uh, yeah, T.J. Yeah, Finley yeah. just completely embodies this guy when i see him even in a uh you know i'll, I'll watch a shay dixon cut of a couple of minutes of uh, practice and he's just flicking his wrist and it just looks like jamarcus russell it's so scary to watch and i'm like that yeah like you said that's our third guy or you know and whatever they man, want to put him it's a, yeah it, it it's a, and it's a different era and like when I watch Nussmeyer, like I see the most polished freshman that I've ever seen in we, terms of like. We just had a question and, about Nussmeyer, Nussmeyer in the chat. Nussmeyer being kept in the conversation tells me something. So he, he's a stud. Like he's got he's got all the coach's kid qualities. 
that you love to see the leadership, yep. the intangibles, his mechanics are flawless. His release is perfect. He's incredibly like he's athletic. He's, I mean, this is the best LSU quarterback room that I can remember since that one I was just talking about with, with Flynn and with, uh, with Russell and with Paralu. like this is that cal. this could be that caliber mm-hmm. of a room. Um, what I hope is, and it kind of goes back to the basketball conversation is like, can you keep some guys around? Like yes. this is the, the age of the transfer. It's the transfer portal. I get it. I transferred when I was in college. You got to find the right spot for you. I will never knock a kid for transferring, but I'd love to see a way where you can encourage depth and competition and keep a couple guys around so that you have a, a Miles Brennan there that's waited his turn and he's ready to shine. You have a, a Matt Flynn that steps in and leads you to a national championship in 07. You've got talent on talent on talent. And if you can do that, that's how you become a sustainable, successful program that you know, not to bring up the the, the the A word here, but Alabama loses Tua and they put in Mac Jones and he does mm-hmm. everything that Tua did. Like, that's what you want. You want to lose a Burrow and then put in somebody that does everything that he did. And that's mm-hmm. the expectation that you should hope for and set. And how realistic is it? I don't know. But that's what you should That's what you should shoot for if you want to be a uh, an elite program. And that's what LSU has a chance to be. Because, like, we can talk about safety and linebacker and all that stuff. The most important position in football is the guy that's touching the ball every play. And yeah. he's not the center, the quarterback. Uh, he's the mo- if you have a good quarterback, an elite quarterback every year, you're going to be an elite team. It's just it's that simple. So for that room to be loaded, I'd love for that competition to have one guy just emerge to the top and be the dominant guy and dominate next year. And then for somebody to be right there right behind him right. moving forward. And, and that should be the – the trend where you're, if you're going to come to LSU and be in that quarterback room, you're going to have to compete for your job every every year. That should be the expectation, and uh, that's how you become an elite. Well, and, and to that a little bit, I want to talk about, and we'll get you out of here in a second because I know you're on vacation, like coordinators. Um, the differences in coordinators this year compared to last year, what are you seeing that's maybe the difference here you know, Dur- you know, Durante Jones is my guy. I got the Durante Jones Bourbon Club shirt on right now. So, you know, that's my guy. Um, and I know the Bo Pelini stuff from last year. And But maybe more for offense, what are you seeing that maybe is different from Joe Brady to Insminger to what we have now? Yeah, I, you know, it's I, I, I think the biggest thing that, that you probably see is when you have young coaches come in, there is, there's a, there's a different energy and that's not to demean experience because experience is invaluable, but you need the blend of experience and then young hunger. I think when you can combine those things too, I think that's what you had with Steven Zbinger and Joe Brady. Mm. You had a guy that wanted to be an NFL head coach and Joe Brady and so if that meant he had to stay till 2 a.m. breaking down film, he was going to do it. If that meant he had to watch every touchdown in the NFL that week and clip it and install a new red zone package every week for his team, he was going to do that. But then you had the experience of Ensminger who had been there, done that, seen everything. Sure. It could be the steady hand. and it could, you know. So you need that balance. And last year, I think that balance was off. You just didn't have that combination. Um, now you, you, you've gotten um, – you've got Pete's. And, and you've got Mangus. So Mangus obviously brings all the, the Joe Brady knowledge um, to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete has a little bit of the combination of the young, hungry guy, 37, 38, 
but he's he's been around. He's he's seen some things and experienced some things. But now you've got the experience elsewhere. Um, you've got the experience in your analyst room. You've got the experience um, maybe at a couple other spots on your staff. And so now you've got that young, hungry energy um, that that you know when you've got that chip on your shoulder and you want to prove yourself. It, it just does something different for a team and for a locker room. And it's, it's really tough to balance, but like when, again, not to bring up the A word, but with Saban at Alabama, they have that churn, right? They have the churn of kind of different coordinators coming through and maybe it's not the young hungry guy, but they've, they've got a guy there that has something to prove yeah. and then he succeeds and then they, they move on. Um, I, I think there's something to the idea of, of, um, bringing guys in that really want to prove themselves, um, that, that, that really, you know, I don't want to say they look at this as, um, as an opportunity to, to, to move to a bigger spot, but it's an opportunity to come in and make a name for yourself. Like that's what LSU is. That's what LSU is for the players that come in. They saw they saw what Joe Brady did. I mean, they saw what the incline that he's having in his career. I mean, I'm sure that's something they're inspiring to do. Yeah, you don't come to LSU as a player to play at LSU and that be your last step of your career. You right. come to LSU to win an SEC championship and a national championship and then get drafted and go play in the NFL. And so I think there's a, a balance there with the coaching staff where you bring in guys that you know want to be at LSU and care about LSU and care about this place and, and want to stick around and, and be here for you know Corey Raymond and Mickey Joseph, uh, mm-hmm. guys that want to come here and help LSU win because they love Louisiana and they care about this place. And, you know, then you bring in guys that want to come in and, and just, hey, this is who I am. I'm I, I'm that caliber of a football mind. Right. Um, I'm going to call the plays and LSU is going to be the best offense in the country and you're going to see what I'm capable of. So it's, it's that balance of, like, ambition and loyalty that's really hard to strike and you can skew it um, too far either way, really. Um, but I think this staff may have a really good balance of those two things where you've got some really ambitious coaches that want to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got a good, a good amount of loyalty where they want to come in and, and, um, and, and perform and compete for LSU. All right. Last question. I'm gonna get you out of here. Um, and this is a very, uh, I mean, very professional question. Um, how fucking cool is Durante Jones? <laughs> so I haven't met him yet, which is extremely disappointing. <laughs> I did. I did the. I met him, Cody. With, um, Come on. What's that? I said I've met him. Well, I've been hanging out at the beach all. all okay, all season, okay. So that's that's. I drink bourbon, um, so that's why I've met him. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I drink bourbon. I'm no bourbon expert, but I, if you put a glass of bourbon in front of me, I'm we will do it. that, Cody. I will text you, and we'll do an old fashioned review if you want to do that. Yeah. Okay, if 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 Durante's there, I'll be there. I haven't sure. met him yet. I'm disappointed. I need to fix that. Okay. Um, as you can see from my my title here on the screen, that I've I've had a few more rolls on my plate lately, so I haven't been able been, <laughs> yeah. able, been able to be at football as much as I'd want to be. But um, I'm looking forward to meeting. I mean, him. what else is going on at LSU? I mean, is there anything else I, going on? I mean, again, like I said, just been <laughs> hanging out at the beach with my toes in the sand. Right. Um. <laughs> No, but like, but 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 seriously, you know, in addition to what we were talking about, and I know this about um, Pete's firsthand and Mangus firsthand, and I've heard this about Durante. Like, in addition to all that stuff we were talking about, and it ties into what you were just alluding to there. Mm-hmm. You're talking about high character coaches. You're talking about guys with, and this is not comparing to any other coaches that have been here. I'm just talking about specifically these guys. You're talking about guys that care about 
Um, they're players that care about um, LSU. They care about their players, not just as players, but as people too. Um, and as you can tell from some of the headlines recently um, with LSU, that we, we need as many people here that care about um, educating student athletes, educating themselves, mm -hmm. getting things right uh, on and off the field, most importantly, off the field. And I look, I've been in the thick of it for the last few months. I think we have those people. I think Durante Jones, to answer your question, is absolutely one of those guys. And so that's what I'm most excited about is there's an energy in that building of of uh, of a hunger to do better. And it's not just about five and five. It's about everything. Yeah, um, there's a there's a hunger in that building for um, they, they know what this year's been like for LSU and they they don't accept it and they want it to be better than they found it. And that's all you can hope for. If you, if you can leave this place better than you found it, you can make a difference in so many lives. And that's the power of LSU and that's the power of. Um, of football. Yeah, it's fun to talk about quarterbacks and all that stuff, but when mm. we can get people united behind something this powerful um, and then we can do it the right way, you, you can actually change lives and, and make a place better. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that Durante is, is cool. I've, I've, I've picked that up from people, <laughs> but I, I know for sure that he's um, he and he and all the, all the coaches really, um, and it starts with Coach O, are, are really committed to, to, to doing what's best for, for um, this community and this LSU mm -hmm. community, which extends beyond the walls of that building and, right. and really across the world, but certainly across the state of Louisiana. Yeah. And, and it, when I met the guy, it was just like, I mean, what kid wouldn't want to run through a wall for this guy? And it, it, it spoke a little bit to the, the Dave Aranda role where it was like very soft spoken, but you know, you, you just completely have all this respect and there's just a, a command of attention whenever he's around. So I, I love that kind of attitude. And, you know, we were talking to Derry Beckwith before about, you know, maybe a difference between Aranda and Polini, and that was a small difference. And it was just – but it was just a combination of a million things that could have gone wrong last year that did. So, um, and it, you know, it's one – you know, I know, I know you're in communications at LSU, but it's almost like this – all this needed to happen to get everything back into check. And it's like 2019 to 2020 and now 2021 can propel itself into a different level. And I, I think that's, what's great about LSU and, and athletics in general, like just sports um, it, that we can kind of see like a growth between, um, you know, you, you had the best year ever, but was it really like we got knocked down a, a peg and now we can really propel ourselves back up. And, uh, everybody's talking about the worst year coming off of a national championship, but now it'll be the, the best year coming off of a bad year. Um, you know, yeah. a, a turnaround year. Um, anyway, I, I just think that's a lot of things to kind of think about for 2021 that I know you guys are probably already thinking about and and you know in the the back end here but um we appreciate your time buddy uh we know you're on vacation i hear kids in the background <laughs> no I, I i just got back from vacation so we're at my parents oh house okay, okay. the dog because the dog the dog the dog is not welcome at the beach so i i stuck my parents with the kids and said you watch these hellions yeah i'm gonna go <laughs> hang out with the guys from one team one podcast and yeah talk a little sports and then I'll go deal with whatever messes they made. Good. That's good. I actually did have one more question. Uh, do you have any more Jack Marucci stories? Because last time you were on, you told us something about Jack Marucci doing something. I don't remember what it was, but it blew my mind. 
and uh, and well, we were asked we're, about uh, you getting your shot blocked against uh, Tasman Mitchell <laughs> yeah. your freshman year. Yeah, I'll tell. I'll tell. Okay, so <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Jack Marucci story off the top of my head. The last one I told was probably the how he monitored their um, their oh, eyes. Oh, their eyes. Yes. That's what it was. Yes, that's what that was. was it. The eye tracking. That was it. Um, a, another relevant one. Um, I think Brody Miller wrote about this at The Athletic, but Jack formulated this um, character matrix, and this is relevant to all the stuff we're, we're working on now. Um, but basically, he I don't know. It's its kind of a – with everything, Jack is so thorough. Um, it was all these different things, grades, um, uh, with, you know, being tardy with attendance to tutoring. Um, he, he, he had these, like, ten factors that he would track. And before the 2019 season, he said, this group is the highest character group we've ever had on that character matrix. And this was before, like, <laughs> I had seen anything on the field. He's like, this group is going to be special. And so um, he, he's, he's as attention to detail as, as they come. And he's just a genius. I haven't been over there in a while. Every time I go over there, I learn something amazing. He's a the millionaire genius. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's a million stories with Jack. Rich. The Tasman Mitchell story is my my freshman year of high school. Um, I I was starting varsity for for the Partview Baptist Eagles. Um, you mentioned Derry Beck with fellow Partview. Yeah, Derry was on our team. Um, okay. And post guys. I, I was. Right. Uh, yeah, and the first the first game we played in the Jamboree, we had Denham Springs. Okay. Okay. And I knew all about Tasman. Tasman was two years ahead of me. He was a McDonald's All-American top 25 player, five-star, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I, I said, this is my chance. This is my, my high school debut. I'm going to show the world that <laughs> I'm the next five-star. <laughs> I'm the next McDonald's All-American. Coach K is going to call me after this game and personally offer me a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And so we went we, – um, we lost the tip, obviously. They came down and scored. And um, actually, they came down and missed. Somehow we got the rebound, and I was I was playing off the ball my freshman year, and I ran the fast break to the wing, caught it, and I first touch, and I said this thing's going up, and I looked up, Tasman <laughs> was under the goal, I said I got the green light, went up to shoot it, and before I even got it out of my shot pocket, I hear Tasman yell, I got that, and I'm like he doesn't got that, I'm I'm about to shoot the ball and he's under the goal. And I released the ball, and sure enough, Tasman <laughs> threw it um, from Denham. Where were we playing? I, we weren't playing at Denham Springs. He threw it thirty rows up into the the stands. That's what we were, like we were told. We were told we were told forty six rows. It was the most <laughs> violent block of a three pointer that you could possibly imagine. And, and literally in that moment, I said, "Oh, okay, I'm I'm not that good." Coach I'm, K didn't I call have you. So much work to do. <laughs> It was um, it was the most humbling. It was the most humbling moment of my entire career. It was it was the moment that I realized, oh, my baseball coach that told me maybe I should focus on baseball since I'm a five nine white kid. Maybe that baseball coach was right. Maybe I shouldn't be trying to prove him wrong. Maybe That's, I should look. Maybe I should look into writing. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say maybe I should look into communications. <laughs> And that's how I became a sports writer. Yeah. I have a similar story where I was doing the bench press at LSU Rec Center, and I was going to walk on for LSU's in like 97, and Robert Tyler, the the fullback at the time, walks in, and he starts like putting up the same weight, but he's like doing it 30 times, and I'm doing it five. And I was thinking, this is the yeah. guy that I would have to go up against in practice, and I'm done. I'm about to go to journalism. 
Yep, they're they're a they're a different breed. I, I bet no you there were full. There's full of journalism here. stories about this. I believe in the journalism building, in the mansion yeah, building. That, that's how we all became. That's how we all became writers and content creators <laughs> instead of actual athletes. We realized, yeah. oh, these guys are way better than me. Let me exactly. go talk about it rather than do it. Exactly. All right. all right, we appreciate it, Cody. We'll get you out of here. We appreciate it. We'll come back on again. Right, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Thank you, Cody. All right. All right, guys, we're going to go to break real quick. We're going to come right back with Garrett from uh, Fifth Quarter LSU. And uh, let me – hold on one second. I'm going to break right now. Ether Insurance is dedicated to helping the businesses and people of Baton Rouge secure affordable insurance tailored to their needs. With our curated network of insurance carriers, we provide the best solutions for home, auto, life, and business coverage. Ether Insurance, powering and protecting your world. 2020 took a toll on all of us. If you're going through a divorce or custody issue, let Dejan Law Office be by your side in 2021. Dejan Law Office, fighting for what you deserve. 344-ANDY. Oh, I got to find out about this. We'll talk about this. GMC. For sure. Brandon Lejean, 337-224-1867. Come see us today, courtesy of Buick Jack? GMC. Is there a Jack in here? I couldn't hear Sister. <laughs> we were just, Jack was just telling us a very funny story in the break. Uh, hey, Garrett. This is Garrett from uh, Fifth up, Quarter man? LSU. What's happening, brother? None much. All right, so here you are. We're bringing you into One Team One podcast. You're a big fan, right? Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, so, First, listened to about 62 episodes ago. Okay, so this is 68. So <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah, you need to catch up I'll, on I'll, the last I'm go five. Catch up. <laughs> no, he didn't watch the first five. He did, yeah, there, there's, I wouldn't have watched his first five. Yeah, no, they were terrible. Don't even do it. Yeah. All right. So you're he following. Was loyal if he was listening. To yeah, six, I mean, bro. Right? We do have a couple that have that have started from the very beginning. Yeah, and uh, they still around. Uh, oh, yeah. Jason, uh, I forget his last name. He follows us on Twitter. Uh, there's a few of them. That, that, were, that were, were from oh, episode one, yeah, yeah to all the way. It's it's uh, episode one. Just to give you a little backstory, Garrett, I had to do it. We were it was literally uh, COVID, and we were in like I was in a, a living room, and we had to do two mics. We had to plug them up to two different computers. I had no idea what I was doing, and I had to take each track and mesh them together and figure out a way to cut the echo out. And so episode one has got this echo to it, and it's like unbelievable echo oh, yeah. that I had to cut out. And it's actually very uh, – you should have heard it before I edited it. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we appreciate love- you coming on, buddy. Um, all right, so LSU, fifth quarter LSU, tell us how you got started in that because I'm very interested in that. And then, uh, you know, like the same with the LSU Barstool situation. Like how did guys get – into this so they they hire out for this right and like you apply for it is that how that works well it was actually really complicated so the way that i got into it so fifth quarter was a long was here a long time before i was here well not here but we um there's a guy that i know uh runs the fifth quarter page for oregon actually uh mike okay. he, um me where, him, where me are they based out of each other for a long time 
What's up? Where are they based out of? Honestly, I don't even know who actually owns the, the, uh, the it. I just thing. run the okay. page. I, I just do my own stuff. I gotcha. don't pay attention to any other teams. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> Mike. So, I, I already knew him. He's from uh, he's from Florida. He does uh, real turn work and everything in Florida. But um, I got through him, and, you know, he knew I was a diehard LSU fan. You know, mm-hmm. someone could be better than LSU, not so say LSU is better. Um, uh-huh. Right. This is how I am. But he, you know, he got me in contact with the guys that you know run the fifth quarter and everything, and mm-hmm. um, that's just and I started doing it. You know, it's fun. You know, you I know, like social media. Well, I feel like you you do. have a really good pulse of LSU social media by doing this, right? Like I I feel like yeah. you're you're all over it. As you know, I have a day job and I'm trying to like catch up with my social media and I'm <laughs> trying to make sure that I always have like the good pulse of what people are wanting to talk about. But I feel like you're probably on it 10 times more than I am. Um, so what, like with that said, like what do you think that LSU fans are kind of geared up for right now more than anything? Quarterback competition. Yeah, it's, sure. still, it's, it's still been the same thing for about the, you know, yeah, the past we, few we weeks, know LSU know. football rules of the world. So, <laughs> Like I, I get that, and it's like you know I hate talking about spring football, but it is yeah. what it is. And Baton Rouge, it's I mean football rules everything, right? Yeah, I mean it's honestly that you know you have that you still have you know you're you're playing all basketball and baseball. Don't want to talk about baseball right now. No, right? <laughs> um, well, we did. We just talked about basketball, and then we skipped over baseball and we went straight to football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's not good. Better. You were at the game the other night, right? Like, how how many games are you going to? Are you going to a lot of these? I'm trying to. You know, okay. I'm trying to go to more in games now. Um, I'll actually be. I'm trying to go to as many as I can right now before the end of the year. I'll be going to the Army in August. Okay. So I'll be leaving for uh for boot camp between our August and September. Nothing official yet. Well, what's gonna happen? But, um, what's gonna happen with the site whenever that happens? I'm not sure. I'm still talking to everybody about that. We're going to figure out if someone else is going to run it for, for the time being. Um, okay. You know, most likely then after that, I'll be back. You know, I'm not, I'm only doing three years and then I'm out coming right back, going to LSU actually. So. Okay. So somebody just asked, uh, ha- ask him how bad he is at NCAA 14. <laughs> Pretty bad. All right. Um, well, we have some stories about NCAA football, oh, me yeah. and you. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm the well, uncle. I'm 42, and Jack is 22. Right. And when Jack was a little kid, when, I was like I, when you were eight, I would school you on NCAA football, mm-hmm. and I would just pick. I would be Navy, and I would run the triple option, yep. and I would tell him he could be whoever he wanted. It didn't really matter. It didn't he, matter at all. He would be like Florida State, and I would beat him like 50 to nothing mm-hmm. with Navy. So. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of we have a lot of backstory on NCAA football. I did so. the same thing with one of my cousins a couple of years ago. By the way, did it felt, you? It felt great. Yes, yeah. I know it feels I, exhilarating. I, I, I was when Georgia you can, Tech. I told you, him you can be Alabama. Yeah, and you just put your thumb on that kid. 50. Like, yeah, yeah you learn, yeah. kid. You need to learn your lessons yep. in life. Um, so uh, tell me, tell me how bad you are in NCAA football. Well, when <laughs> college when the new mod came out for L for the NCAA football, because they had, they have this one group that's making like a college football revamped, and it was before you know all the news of NCAA coming back with their new games. And um, well, when that happened, you know, I decided, hey, you know, let's go make a new dynasty. 
For sure. You know, and here comes Texas at week number three. You know, brand new rosters, brand new looks. You know, they actually have the new um, silent, what's it called? The silent uh, fall uniforms, purple helmets, white, all, all whites. Yes. Oh, really? Um, you have that on the NCAA game? Yeah, they, yeah, they got that on there now. They it's have like an really update cool. for it, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got um, all these updates and, you know, went into it, lost like 74 to like 10. We're not going to talk about it. Holy shit. To the computer? Yeah. No. Wait. To the You lost to the computer 74 to 10. It was on Heisman. Dude. But they ran that. it up on you. Shout out to you for coming on here. And, and you didn't and even you like. Just bravely told wait, that story Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what was I, the score I did, at halftime? I didn't half play time? a single game after that. <laughs> what was I the score at halftime? Do you know? Like 40 to 10, maybe. You didn't stop it? You didn't yeah. press reset? Oh, yeah. That's they caught reset. everything. Come on. They that's just a, caught everything. You got to press reset, That right? Heisman mode is everything. some bullshit, though. Like, dude, it is. Sometimes on Heisman, it just doesn't let you do... I mean, it sounds like you're just not very good at the game, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes on Heisman, it like just won't let you do things. Like it just It's not going to let you win in this situation. <laughs> Jack. Jack just I, roasted I, you. I, I, he said it himself. Yeah. Oh he my said, god! He said it as well. Wait. So, I'm trying to understand the thought process, though, of like getting completely destroyed against the computer. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got to do like you got to understand like on the game. You know, you I had Terrence Marshall, John Trade. Like, no receiver on my team was running faster than a linebacker on their team. Oh it was yeah, dude, it's sure. I get like, it. Stats are slowed down. Like, I mean, you had Racy McMath who was, you know, he couldn't even get past, you know, a linebacker Hold in up. coverage. You streamed it? He couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Holy oh. Cow. That's why you wait, turn wait, it whoa, off. Wait, wait, wait. Can we get this stream? <laughs> Dude, I would have rage quit. <laughs> yeah. And we can send it might this, be on my Twitch. We can get this to Barstool. Okay, I guarantee you we can get this to Barstool, I'm, I'm going to go watch it, man. That's um, hilarious. I know. We got to watch this. That, okay. I, I feel bad for I you, but we have to. I was wondering why you wouldn't have quit the game. I so would have quit. But you, I know. I would have quit. You're but on a stream. You can't quit. You why gotta, can't you? Why can't you? Because you're on a stream. Like with, I'm on a stream where I can't, I can't let people down you like got, that. You got to finish the game. Oh, no. Fuck that. I'll be like, hey, fuck you guys. I'm Could you imagine if Big Cat would have... Could you imagine if Dougs would have quit in the middle of a game? It would have been a. It would have been mayhem. Yeah, but he would. Was he playing on Heisman? Yeah, he was. I was. I was. Yeah. I was until after ten points because I scored really easily at first, and then people were like, "What setting is it on?" Because apparently every game they have to go back and change it. And apparently on the remaster, you have to change it every game. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't realize that, and I was like, "This is way too easy." I went to the settings, changed with the Heisman. Yeah. They scored thirty within like. What What about your sliders? Minutes. Did you have your sliders on? No, nah, no. I, I had him in normal. <laughs> but all I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> slider check. Yeah, slider check. Um, slider oh, check. That's awesome. All right. So, what what are you looking for in the spring game, other than the quarterbacks? Is there anybody that you're 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 looking at and you want to kind of see how they do, like a Mason Smith or something like that? Honestly, I really want to see the O line. I need to see the O line. Okay, I think I that's where it's at right now. I agree. Um, last year, I mean, it's funny how the thing about you know we said O line was so bad last year, and you know we're returning the whole O line this year. Sure. And it's like you know, 
people are saying that how can they upgrade when it's the same old line? Yeah, they last season we didn't have off season. Was, right, right. You know, well, it's not the same off season. You know, last year the receivers weren't the same from the year before. You know, you know, two years ago you had the uh, thousand catches of summer, whatever it was called. Yep, ten thousand, ten thousand, you know, right. ten thousand, however much it was. I'm not catching it's that. Eleven thousand this year. But um, <laughs> yes, exactly. They went to eleven this year. The really? detail is there, right? Like it was like the ten thousand catches was there in 2019. 2020, they had no talk of it. And then now, 2021, all of a sudden, it's back to this detail again. Uh, you can't just, you can't help but get excited about it. That, I need this, I want to see Ward at safety. Yeah. yeah we just I, I really to, want to see Ward. Just talk to Cody. I don't know if you heard that, but like, you know, he was gushing about Jay Ward at right. safety. I, so, dude, I, I, we actually haven't had a chance to talk about that yet, but I, do you remember the play against Arkansas? So he, Jay Ward had two plays in a row where he on third down he got the big tackle mm. to uh to hold it uh hold on third and force the fourth mm-hmm. fourth down and then he obviously he blocks the kick on the on the right, uh, right. potential overtime sending field goal. Um but on that tackle uh, that that whole play I was like man he could be like a nickel safety type of guy. Mm-hmm. Like and it's very similar to how I felt about how Kerry Vincent should have been moved to safety. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't feel like he belonged at corner. He just wasn't great man to man. I feel very similar about Jay Ward actually, yeah. except it's not speed as much as it's about, I think he's just, he has that physical instinct. Yeah. And um, I think that was the game that he just kind of blossomed in. And now, yeah, I don't, I, it's like he needed this time right. to recover and it, it right. just happened in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. It feels like, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I think those are guys for sure that are, that are going to, Enhance this defense like so few, much more. He had a few forced fumbles throughout the year. He had two or three that I can remember. Um, so yeah, I think I think moving him to safety is going to be pretty huge. All right, so I know you're an office guy, right? Oh yeah, you yeah. love the office, Garrett. No, I'm in my room actually. No, no, you, no, no. you love the, the office, the, the show. show. Oh, I think so. Are you in office? Like, was I in? Office? I thought that's what no, he said at first. Bad. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we'll do this while you're here. Um, it is the office uh, episode of the week. Hopefully, we don't get kicked off of uh, YouTube for it's this. The office episode. Of I the didn't know week. we were doing this. What are we doing? What what episode? It is the you know the episode. I don't oh, I even need the, to tell I know you all the episodes. Uh, I don't is even it need the basketball to tell you. episode. I it's the basketball episode. Like it's the one with uh, where they play the warehouse guys. We Tim, if you're if Tim Latour is still on the chat, uh, he'll love this one as well. But it's we the, should do a draft, an office draft. Yeah. Okay. Well, a March draft. Madness. No, no, no. Like we should do a draft. Like we should draft the players from the office. Oh, okay, from the office. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, I got first pick. I yeah. Got Jim. So, all right. So the office episode of the week is the warehouse episode where we play the they play the warehouse in basketball. Um, and so, what, what? Tell me what your immediate thoughts are and what your immediate memories are, Jack. Of that <laughs> I mean, episode. I can I can quote that whole episode. If I, <laughs> I know watch you it can. Right now. Secret I, weapon! I, I post, huh? Secret weapon! Secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a couple of things that I saw on that episode. Jim is was a really good basketball player. Oh, he's got he's got the post moves, man. 
Yeah, but he he had, yeah he had like a little up and under kind of move. He's got moxie. He does big have big moxie. moxie guy. Big moxie guy. When he gives Jim, that little look, Jim to, he he uh, he makes that move on Roy, <laughs> and then he goes and he looks over and at he looks his over fiance. at Pam. He, lo- he no, well, he goes and looks at his fiance at Roy's <laughs> fiance. Yeah. yeah, the big big dick move right Garrett, there. <laughs> Garrett, what do you remember about that episode? Well. It's funny to think of it, like you just think of the whole episode and you get to see the beef between Jim and Roy the whole time. Uh, you yes, know? absolutely. You get, you, get, you get to see the beef. You can see the swagger that Jim has going into the game. Um, you know, Jim is in the office putting on. It was actually he actually had a pair of Allen Iversons on. Okay, okay so yeah, you, I'm so glad you said that because uh, my wife Summer, we were watching it the other day, and she said, uh, "Are those Jordans? Like, are those the Jordans <laughs> that you have? Because I have the Jordan Elevens." Uh, and and he was like tying them up, and I was like, ah, let me look at it. And I was like, no, nah, those aren't Jordans. So those are Iversons. No, Ray Allen's, huh? Yeah. No, Iversons. No, they were Iversons. Okay. Yeah, they were Iversons. They um, they were Iversons. And then also one other thing that I couldn't stop thinking about: <laughs> three people on that on the warehouse roster were over six three. Damn, <laughs> yeah. and they still took the L. Yeah, they Sheesh. still got it. Take that's it how, to them. That's how good Jim is, bro. And, well, and Dwight. Dwight yeah. came out of nowhere. Dwight, I was open. Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight was stealing the ball and just throwing it up. Ryan Howard also a stud, man. Ryan Howard had yeah. a one out of nowhere. Same team, Dwight. Same tweet. Same team, Dwight. <laughs> that needs to be a band name. Same team, Dwight. Yeah, same yeah. team, Dwight. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, what else about that episode? I. I'm trying to remember the smack talk between uh, Michael Scott and like Roy and Derek. Yes, that was it. <laughs> Come on, give me more. <laughs> well, oh, you're trying to steal our plays, huh? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> A little bit of that. You got it. You got it. You got it. Come on. And then you also had you also had Dwight wearing the whole. Uh, the whole face mask. The face mask. Now. Dwight had the face mask. And then he takes his shirt off and he's like, shirt, uh, skins, skins, we're skins. We'll, we'll be skins. And they're like, put your shirt on, Dwight. He's like, on or off? Uh, Angela's keeping the score the whole time. That's well, good stuff. Uh, yeah. And then... Um, flagrant, <laughs> intentional, personal. <laughs> flagrant, intentional, personal. So, all right. So at the end of it, uh, Michael... Is like who who's winning and it's obviously you you guys are up by one and then he gets poked in the eye mm-hmm. and then it is um, he's say, like oh well, we're done I, well, I I think we just need to call it I mean this is just ridiculous and they go well then who who won who won it was like well whoever well, was in whoever the lead was in, whoever was up <laughs> whoever was up and they were like well you were up and they were like well huh? I guess and then Roy is like oh no no no. <laughs> so apparently Roy and uh, Pam were supposed to go to the uh, to the mall. Or, no, 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 to uh, jet skis. Jesse's jet skis. Jet skis. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to go on the lake. That's right. They were going to go to the lake. Roy's cousin or brother. They're whatever. always going to the lake sure. and getting jet skis, right. and then finally the jet skis. He has to take a uh, hit then on the Jim, jet skis. Jim goes <laughs> <laughs> That's later <so> on. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh so then he's like oh, no, no 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 I'm yeah. not um I'm not coming in. Mm-hmm. And they bow, they bow up to right. to Michael. He's like what does he say he goes that 
That wouldn't have been good for morale. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have done that. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work on Saturday. And then they go yeah. upstairs and he goes, ah, you know what the hell with it? I think we'll, uh, we're not, we're not going to work on Saturday and everyone's happy about it. And then he goes like working on Saturday is going to keep us from being downsized. And then everyone's sad again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright we're going to do the office episode of the week every week uh, Garrett we appreciate you joining us um, alright so what do you want to leave us with anything else with LSU that you're you're thinking about this uh, maybe this weekend or uh, coming up here soon that we want to we want to talk about for just the LSU community at all not really. I mean, I was gonna be at the game, but have work. Um, baseball or spring? Well, baseball is out oh, of for, town, um, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was gonna go to the spring game, and it's free for so yeah, right. Know, family right. wants to go. Y'all should just go. Yeah. But um, I know they're having a really. big push for spring right now for the spring game, but I mean, it's never been a big attendance anyway. So no. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't right. know if that's gonna happen. Yeah, but. so I've actually I haven't gone to the spring game in like eight years because I want to go every year, but every single yeah. year I've had something come up on the day of the spring game every single year, and I was like, oh, this is finally gonna be the year. Now I have a wedding to go to. So, <laughs> was there something else no, I, that was supposed to happen on when, the spring game for mm, us? For us? Like yeah, I don't remember. Maybe uh, not. We have a golf tournament that we're supposed to be playing in next Monday. I knew we were going to forget about that. I didn't even I didn't remember that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, Garrett, do you play golf at all? Top golf, would that count? Top golf? It doesn't. Uh, eh. It doesn't. Kinda. No. Um, all right. So, all right. So, I got a question. Uh, I can't go because my sister decided it's a great day to get married. Same yep. man, except exactly. my aunt. Exactly. My aunt exactly. Yep. So. Um. Yet the spring game is kind of hitting everybody at one time, and mm-hmm. that's that's typical for Louisiana. Yeah. So, Garrett, I know you have a good pulse of Louisiana and a good pulse of LSU, so we want to keep you um, engaged here, and we'll bring you back on for sure. Okay, buddy. Oh yes, sir. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. You got it. All right. All right. See you, man. Bye bye. All right. So, a couple of things that come coming out of the Cody Warsham stuff. Um, we wanted to talk about the transfer portal a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and there was some stuff that there was actually, there was one specific question I wanted to get to. So Andrew asked this while Cody was on. Yeah. And, uh, he, and he couldn't get to this one. Obviously. I got it on the screen right, right. here. Great pickup and Pinson from Missouri through the portal. Any other potential transfers that the team could land? Um, and right. I didn't want to ask that cause Cody kept sure. uh, alluding to the fact he couldn't that he even couldn't get to, he couldn't even talk about Pinson right. because Pinson wasn't, um, I mean, you know, about, his, about a done deal. So, Um, Pinson is huge because now we have a guy who can go get a bucket and I don't know who that guy was going to be before he came in. Okay. Unless Seneca, I mean, you know, Seneca, like Seneca or Seneca, Seneca, I I heard y'all saying Seneca and then he said Seneca. I guess I got, I know a guy, I know a a guy that I went to high school with named Seneca. Okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's Seneca then I've just been Seneca. That's that's what it looked like to me. Um, all right, so Seneca. I mean, yeah, he averaged 17 points a game in the Mountain West, but right. like, but he's not a point know, guard. But yeah, he's, he's he's a two slash three kind of guy, right? And you know, he's six seven. Yeah, he's very good, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know how uh, scoring 17 points in the Mountain West 
transfers to the SEC. Right. So I wasn't going to consider him a big bucket getter just yet. Mm-hmm. But Penson averaged, you know, 13 points a game, 13, 14 points a game in the yeah, SEC. Yeah, in the SEC. So, I mean, like, that's, you know, he's going to play all the same teams. As again. a junior. So right. he'll be a It'll senior be a next senior year. Senior next year. And he's improved gradually every single year if you look, if you look at his stats. Right. So, I, I think that's huge. I think that's a guy that can definitely go get Good us some shooter. points. Yeah, I mean, you know, he dropped 36 points at a game, one game this year. Yeah. Uh, you dropped 30 in another. Uh, he, he's definitely a guy who can really go off. And I, I saw something said, like, he was shooting, like, 40% from three uh, for the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. So he, he's starting to get his three-point uh, shooting up. Well, so all right, you have a guy like him. Uh, he's a point guard, correct? If correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, he's a point guard. He's more of a, you know, what do they call it? A combo guard. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we had a rumbling of a, another transfer from Illinois, Adam Miller. Right. I think um, that would be massive because that's another guy that's. And a, he's young, though. Yeah, he's, that, a, fr- he's, he's a, freshman, a freshman. Right. So he would be a sophomore next year. And I think all these guys are going to get eligibility. Uh, especially if they're coming from an out of conference yeah. into an in, in conference, they're going to get immediate eligibility to where they're a sophomore next year immediately. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think you're going to have any problem with that. I think the only problem you would see is if it was a, a SEC player from another team going to another team, and they have to like apply for the eligibility, which Xavier Pinson will have to do. But it's still all indications is they're going to grant that. Right. Um, so all right. So. Potentially another guy coming in. I know yeah. uh, Brandon Lejean it posted in our Facebook group about Mac Mac McClung from yeah. Texas Tech. I don't know I if just, that's even an option. I don't I'm, know. I mean, it's an option for I mean, sure. He, but I don't he, know if it's he a actually posted that possibility. He's, he is going to either transfer portal or, or NBA draft. draft. Right. And um, so Texas, I don't, he's not going to draft. Texas Tech just lost uh, Chris Beard. So. I'm sure yeah, they're about to have a bunch of transfers. Maybe that's we true. Need to, maybe we need to go. Uh, we just need to poach them. All. Yeah, exactly. Um, the so the next thing is, and that was the other thing we were talking about was the amount of guards that we have in our roster. Uh-huh. Uh, especially if you grab Penson and you grab, say, you grab Miller, um, you got a lot of guards on the roster now. You need to start filling up with big guys, right? Um, and you're losing a Hyatt, um, yeah, which isn't a big guy really but i mean he plays on the outside so it's yeah. not like you're losing inside depth really but you still need that rim protector definitely um and, and uh you know we talked about sharif staying healthy you can't really count on sharif he's not a rim protector anyway sure but he's 610 he's 610 and he's athletic and he plays inside he's, he's not like, he's not gonna play you can't play him outside i don't know but he's he just doesn't He's he doesn't have I, the body to play inside. He it, it's not even about rim protection for me outside. as much as it's about like just a guy that can come in and just like eat rebounds. Sure, like, I think that's the big thing, and I think Col- Colbert can do that too. Sure, um, I mean you know, Colbert, I think he's got a better body than uh, Sharif at this point. Um, he's got he's in, his body is probably of, right. I mean, you know, he, I'm sure he's healthier than Sharif. I mean, I don't know how you can be less. Healthy well, I than mean, Sharif. just as far as thickness it goes, as far as a body, uh, they're about the same build. I would say uh, he's he's a pretty skinny kid too. But I mean, Sharif's um, going into his third year compared yeah. to oh, okay, Colbert sure. going From to where his freshman starting, year. Sure, I mean, sure. Um, um, so that being said, 
I, the guy who I posted about today was Musa Cisse. Sure. I'm trying to get some info from Jay Boy. We're going to have Jay. I want to have Jay Boy on next week if we can. Okay. We'll talk about the transfer portal more than anything because he's got he's got his hands on a lot of different contacts with that. Um, I want to talk to Jay Boy about that. I want to talk to him about. Uh, he had mentioned Musa Cisse was thinking about getting into the portal, but he he hadn't yet. Um, and it's very weird to me that Musa Cisse hasn't either entered his name into the NBA draft or been in the portal yet. Um, is he, he just thinking of sticking around at Memphis? He can't go to the draft. I know, but is he just thinking of sticking at, sticking around at Memphis? Oh, I don't, he's in the portal though, right? No, he's no? not necessary. He's not in the portal yet. Oh, okay. That's the problem. Was. Okay. So I want to I want to talk to him a little bit more about that maybe next week and we can kind of touch base about that. But I don't know why he would leave Memphis. Um, I, other than why would you stay at Memphis? Well, I mean, like, why would he? <laughs> he didn't even play that well. Why would you even Memphis? go to Memphis to begin with? I think it's a bigger lot of question. Money? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Like, let me let let's go to commercial break real quick. Sure. Um, and when we come back, I want to talk about. Um, this Dale Brown, this kind of got in my crawl today. Uh-huh. The Dale Brown with uh, Jacques Doucet Jacques. stuff. Yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit, and then we we what we can do is we can talk about um, uh, Tiger Droppings post of the week. After that, okay, uh, we'll get to something like that, and I'm gonna go take a pee break. Okay, okay, a little week. So when I come back, if it comes back, you're, you're on your own here. Okay, down. All right, I'm down. talk to you soon. Ether Insurance is dedicated to helping the businesses and people of Baton Rouge secure affordable insurance tailored to their needs. With our curated network of insurance carriers, we provide the best solutions for home, auto, life, and business coverage. Ether Insurance, powering and protecting your world. 2020 took a toll on all of us. If you're going through a divorce or custody issue, let Dejan Law Office be by your side in 2021. Dejan Law Office, fighting for what you deserve. 344-ANDY. Brandon Lejean here, courtesy Buick GMC. Call Brandon Lejean at 337-224-1867. Come see us today, courtesy Buick GMC. We are back. We are back. Oh, that was so fast. Oh my God! We need to make we need to get more commercials. Okay, so um, yeah, we need more commercials for sure. All right, I want to talk about. If y'all want to sponsor us? <laughs> Actually, we have more sponsors that we just need to make commercials for. Right. right. Uh, so, and a couple of them are Relief Pools and mm-hmm. uh, Bank of England Mortgage. So we need we need commercials out of those guys right. so we can kind of fill it up a little bit. Right. But, right, right. All right, so Jacques. Jacques Doucet posted uh, something today about Dale Brown, and it was based off his his, his podcast with Dale Brown uh, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Dale just went into a Brown, little tangent, didn't he? And I actually texted with Jacques a little bit after this. So I'll go into detail about that. Um, Dale Brown said that there's a – that LSU fans like to say that when somebody's 
when when they get in trouble that everybody is everybody He's does doing, it. Right, right, right. Everybody's cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're talking obviously, and he never says Will Wade's name, sure, uh, because he's got some kind of like fucking hatred about Will Wade. He just needs to get over it. Um, but he he says that every time a team gets in trouble, like LSU, LSU fans will say that uh, everybody does it. Um, and he says that's not true. Right. And then he lists a few people. And he that lists do it. people like Mark, <laughs> Mark Few. Few. And this is coming off the heels, I think, of the championship game, or it was right, right. before the well, championship so, game when he added this podcast. So uh, the question was actually about like the championship teams. And uh, I think it was something yeah, like so that. Yeah. So Jacques was, texted Jacques, me. Jacques didn't even ask Jacques about texted me directly. Cheating. And he said this was completely unprovoked. Yeah. And he just went on his own. Right. This wasn't asked by Jacques right. or anything like right. that. But um, Dale goes on to, to talk about how um, Mark Few from Gonzaga, uh, Scott Drew from Baylor, um, <laughs> Who's and had then um, what's his name from Virginia? Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett from Virginia. He names those three. And yeah. Scott Drew, I didn't even mention that on Twitter, but Scott Drew has had violations. <laughs> he got suspended by the Big 12, like, not that long ago. <laughs> Brian Holland even mentioned that uh, right after. Um, <laughs> Mark Few. Okay, let's talk about that. So, my tweet today was, so you think Jalen Suggs went to Gonzaga over the other schools that I don't even know who else was recruiting him. I'm mm-hmm. sure it was big time schools. He was the number one a uh, huge player coming mm-hmm. out of coming out of high school. You think he passed up money to go to Gonzaga for free? Right. Right. No. It's stupid. He pa- well, hold on. He didn't just pass up money from other from like Duke and Kansas and right. teams like that. He also passed up money from uh Kirby Smart. And from uh, yeah, for from, football from Ryan Day, he could have been a fucking a starting quarterback in Power Five. No, no, it's fucking nonsense. No, but we'll 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 <laughs> we'll pass up the money to go play for a respected a guy who coach. does it the right way, Come as he on, put it, at the right Jackass. way. Come on, and I don't Dale understand Brown. why not paying players is the right way. I mean, I get it's like against the rules and stuff, but like come Dude, on. And these players deserve to be paid anyway. And we're so LSU like, fans. It. I'm 42. Okay, I lived in the Dale Brown era, and I can tell you, I love Dale Brown. I've always loved Dale Brown. Stop giving me a reason to not like you, Dale Brown. Well, he's just too old. What? But I. This doesn't make any sense to me. Cause he cheated. He cheated. <laughs> he was giving pl- money to players. Is he just guilty? Lester Earl, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> I know for a fact. Because <laughs> Shaq said it. <laughs> I mean, I know it. I know what Shaq drove in college. Right. All right. Let's go back to 86 or 85. That should, or maybe 84. John Williams. The biggest, the best player on our 1986 Final Four team, he came from Compton, California. Mm. 
How do you think we got him out of Compton, California to come to LSU? By doing it the right way. Yes, the right way. He just wanted to come play it with Dale Brown because mm-hmm. Dale Brown was such a master motivator, freak defense, all that kind of stuff. Give me a break. <laughs> this is so stupid to me. Let's start admitting what we're doing here, which is everybody's playing by the same set of fucking rules. Like Scott Drew's doing it. Mark Few's doing it. Give me a break. Right. You think Gonzaga is getting all these recruits? <laughs> Gonzaga. Yeah, all these guys are moving up to Washington because, you know. Spokane. Right. They got three guys that are lottery picks this year. This Drew is Timmy. A, this uh, is unbelievable. And sucks. Come yeah, no, it's nuts. That's nuts. And and he, you don't he get of course, these guys without paying. Of course, Dale Brown also in the same interview says that he doesn't talk to Dale to Dickie V, and that's all asinine. Yeah. Give, my ass. I, I don't believe a word of what Dale Brown is saying right now. I saw uh, Collis Temple Senior on uh, Jordy Collada's show a couple of weeks back. I respect the hell out of this guy, but he doesn't say a word about Will Wade. There's some kind of animosity that's just unspoken animosity between these guys and Will Wade, and it's just like, cut this shit, man. Like, right. let's just call talk about. Not my favorite, but huh? uh, call Simple's not my favorite. Call Simple Senior. Yeah, he's not my favorite. But, okay. Uh, and I mean, he's a legend at LSU. Sure, and no doubt. These guys no should doubt. be spoken of at a legendary status. Dale sure. Brown should be spoken of at a legendary status. Just don't status. care for their opinions on things. Well, I, <laughs> I, I don't understand where their disconnect with Will Wade is and with this program. Um, there's obviously a we want to um, – we're combating this program at this point. Look, what did you, what did you just do? You just – look, at you're just – Gonna go like that. Just gonna go rogue old school. for the rest of the way. Yep. Yeah, okay. Right. We don't just, have that much time. Jack yeah. just hulked the uh, microphone all the way. Look at you. Look at you, you big, big strong man. <laughs> I don't think you're all. I don't think it's all the way in. That's what she said. It's good enough. Okay. It's good enough for me. It's just the tip. Just the tip. Um, so anyway, I, I that that uh, interview struck my chord today this morning and i'm like i was livid after that oh interview. yeah no that's that was that was a bunch of nonsense although is anyone surprised to hear him say that no i mean this is what we all thought that he thought so and jacques texted me um and he said i the 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 fact that he doesn't bring up will wade's name ever is just it speaks volumes into mm-hmm. what's going on here Right. And I don't know if it's, you know, I'm speculating, but like, <clears throat> did did they come to Will Wade asking for like some sort of um, access and they got denied? Like, what happened here? Right. Something happened. Some right. kind of communication and I, I, I happened. I think it here. really just shows that all the rumors that have been going on the past few years and everything with Jordy Collada, everything yeah. you've heard, it's true. It's all true. You know, remember when Jordy yeah. was was uh, Jordy know, he, was the Dale apo- Brown guy. Yeah. He had to apologize for something because he said well, something Dale about Dale Brown messaged him right after. Right, right. He sent um, the big long uh, fucking text. We need to get Jordy back. We'll get Jordy on here too, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll we need to say, hey, look, read all of your text messages to Dale Brown. That'll be your entire segment. Here. <laughs> Just read your text messages. Actually, read your text messages from Dale Brown all the way down. 
and then read your text messages from Dickie V mm-hmm. all the way down, yeah. and then we'll <laughs> let you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be great. Uh, that would be a very fun segment. Um, all right. So that was one of the things that hit me today uh, that I was just like, I got to fucking talk about this. This is ridiculous. Right. I, I love this guy. I love Dale Brown. And I can't believe he's still on this bullshit. And man, how five years ago or maybe a little longer, let's say seven years ago. If I told you that you were going to hate Dale Brown mm-hmm. and you're going to hate Les Miles. Oh, yeah. And you're going to hate Pulmonary. <laughs> that's a great, that's a good tweet right there. <laughs> all three of them. It's a good tweet. Fuck all those guys. Man. What would you have thought? Man, I wouldn't have thought that at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dale, Dale Brown, I have, I have a Dale Brown book that's autographed by Say Dale Brown. So I actually... Same, I do too. I, I do with I the just, forward by Shaq and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that guy was a legend to me. I have a, a Chris Jackson. You might have got me one or something. I have a Chris Jackson poster right here. Shaquille O'Neal. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a huge um, '80s '90s basketball fan. Um, John Brady. Every time John Brady comes on, I'm I can, I can sit there and talk to John Brady for an hour just about old basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame that it's gotten to this point where he, I feel like he's trying to poke at the program. I, I can't tell you any other way. I just think that he's trying to stab Will Wade in the back. Yeah. And I I, I love Will Wade. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I love Will Wade. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I'm, I, it's I'd... crazy. You're not going to find two bigger Will Wade guys than this room right here. I, I don't get it. Uh, I, You know, Dale Brown was me against the world. Mm-hmm. It, it really was. It was we're uh, an eight seed going up against the Goliath, and we're taking on the world, and we beat them, and we play the freak defense. We do everything different. And here's Will Wade. He's he's going up against the Goliath with Kentucky, and he's beating them. And he's doing everything he can to be. It's the same fucking guy, right? Like, why can't you get on board? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, stop with all this like outside periphery. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I'm done. Talking about Will Wade, though. Um, you know, now that we're kind of done with the season, where where do you where where do we stand with Will Wade right now? Like as a as a coach, uh, I think he's I, I'm, yeah. So I think what was missing last year that he needs to get back this year. There's mm. a couple of things he needs. Uh, he needs a bench coach. Yeah, got to get a you're Greg really Hire miss, guy. Back. You're ris- really missing Greg Hire, right? Um, and that but was completely obvious. To that point, though, it, what does that say about Will Wade that he he can't? you know, function very well without a really good assistant coach, you know, because what other co- really good college basketball coach needs a really good assistant coach? I, I don't know the ins and outs of all the other teams to know that. Right. But like, have you ever heard of another team like losing an assistant and then they, I, I haven't fall because off? I just don't know. But I mean, like, I guess that is like a very, like it's you, a would, very, you wouldn't, and, yeah, you no. wouldn't know that if you, unless you did follow the team. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Exactly. That's a fair point. Like, um, I don't know how Bruce Pearl is with inbounds plays. 
Sure, that's fair. <laughs> that's a fair point. You, you, would, you win, you wouldn't unless you followed and, and Auburn. You, you know, I knew like LSU's problem, like you get a, you get up against Michigan and it's a big inbounds play, and it's like, oh shit, right? You know, this isn't what we're good at. The only guy I can think of in America that would know that is John Rothstein because he well, just and we're he seems to, get, to just know everything. We want to get John Rothstein on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a guy we want on. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I think I think we're in good shape still if we can keep the roster stacked. I think our biggest problem right now is keeping guys on the roster. Um, and we mentioned this and we alluded it to Cody. I mean, the Tremont Waters comparison I'm always going to make. Um, there's no reason why this guy should be sitting around in the D-League or on a yeah. bench in the NBA and not playing here. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I think the culture of these guys leaving early doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Darius Day's leaving right now and being undrafted makes zero sense to me. I still just think there's no way he's really about to go. There's no way. I think, I think if anything, he's going to go do the Emmett Williams route, and he's going to go overseas. <laughs> just like, why? I mean, Emmett Williams has a reason, right? Yeah, Emmett Williams he has, had a kid. He has a kid. Fine. And he was trying to go take care of his kid, and he wanted to go. Days, what are you doing? Exactly. You can come back and be the best player on this team and potentially raise your draft stock by a million. And if that doesn't happen, you don't raise your draft stock you're by a million. right where you're you were. in the same fucking spot. You can't go down. Unless, I mean, I guess unless you get injured, but like, <laughs> the only you can thing, get injured anytime. The only thing I, think I can think of is, is, okay, these guys are already thinking that they're going to come in with – I mean, I don't know what the salaries are overseas, like two hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Something like that, yeah. But like, are they thinking that they're going to have a year missed of two hundred thousand dollars if they don't just go now? Yes, um, I, I mean, yeah. Do they have I mean, aspirations of making an NBA roster? Apparently not. If Darius Gates goes now, then he does not. That's what I'm worried about. Is like, why, why, why are these guys leaving to go not make an NBA roster? Right. And, you know, the other three that Are left, we not paying them enough? Well, I mean, <laughs> Will Wade said it on the wiretap. He said it I'm, already. I'm paying them better than the G League. Exactly. He said it on the wiretap. Um, and that was for Javante. <laughs> yeah, that was... You know. So, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what Cam's getting paid. Exactly. I can't imagine what Trendon's getting paid. Exactly. Depends yeah. on your star rating. Nas, I'm pretty sure the number came out. It was oh, I'm sure. 300,000. That's that what, what Arizona tried. Isn't that what... Sarah, yeah. Right, it, that's what Arizona was offering them. Obviously, we we yeah we went over that. Yeah, so he's and maybe then getting paid for this. Is why Calipari hates our guts mm-hmm. is because he's offering a certain amount of money mm-hmm. and Wade is beating his amount of money. Mm-hmm. This is just it. It's asinine to not just come out in the open and talk about this stuff, right? And like, just let's just admit what's happening here. Sure, uh, we don't know for fact, obviously, but like, we're not idiots either. So, where is that? freaking excel sheet of just like you know just college basketball salaries yeah like where it's at mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure somebody has that like that, where right? does a you know just a standard you know point guard go for these days like uh, um like if i want to just go buy three star point guard do you think it's in tiers like that where it's like three star right. point guard right like how like much you're like okay it's only yeah. fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> 
you let yeah, they're, they're going up and their their whole recruiting. Like how much money do we have in our budget? You know how you have twenty five. Like, okay, like a, we only got a two star. You small got a big board. chalkboard and has like your recruiting board, and then yeah. but you can flip it to the other side. So like on one side you have the part that like you know the NCAA comes in and they're like oh yeah it's just a standard recruiting board they're just and then they flip it over and they got all the salaries laid out. <laughs> And it's like when the NCAA walks in, they like flip it <laughs> and it's like legit, <laughs> like player rankings and they're like, they leave and then they flip it back. <laughs> and there's a conversion chart of what the player rankings go to monetarily. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, reminds me of, uh, the, there's an SNL skit, the beach, the beach trip on the office. And he goes, oh, yeah. uh, well, she, Pam goes, well, on one, you put, uh, you gave him a star, and then on this one, you gave him a thumbs up. And he goes, well, check to see if there's a conversion chart. And it's just like in a notebook. She goes, I, I seriously doubt it. Just go check. Or something like that. There's a uh, SNL video a long time ago about um, it's uh, Ronald Reagan. Okay. And it's Phil Hartman playing Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan was like the nicest, like, hey, little girl. And it was like, uh, oh, we had a Girl Scout troop coming in to meet with you. And he's like, oh, hey, how are you doing today? And they're like, okay, good. All right, they're done. And they, they walk out of the room. Right when they walk out of the room, he's like, okay, let's get back to business. <laughs> and they flip the, uh, like, the, <laughs> the, the wall, like, flips to the... It's like a oh, world yeah. map. And he's like, we got to do this over here. We gotta, what? <laughs> like, that's what it's like. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. So we'll wrap it up here. Well, you want to talk a little football? We can. Uh, is there anything that we didn't get to with Cody? Mason's, Mason Smith right. is the guy that everybody's talking about. Right. Um, and I that defensive line is something that – actually, the defense in general. My um, least favorite part about the spring game is watching the defense and offensive line. Okay. Because I feel Why? like I never get anything out of it because the offensive line is always so bad in the spring. You know? Yeah. I, I'm just anxious to see the the offense and see the rhythm. Um, I, I I think if you if you have a couple of missed passes and drops and mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe some offensive line issues, that's a prop that it's not a problem. It's no, just, I think it is a problem. It's expected it's to ex- me. It's expected it's an expected problem. You know, I, I, exactly, but I, I think that's normal for the spring, is what I'm saying. Sure, I think but what I I'm, also am just in general just worried about the offensive. Line. What what I'm what I want to see is out of the offense is just that rhythm back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we missed that yeah. last year. Yeah. I think that the offense was such a dynamic uh, offense in 2019, and we uh, honestly we shit the bed in 2020. Um, yeah. I we obviously shit the bed on the defensive side, but we also shit the bed on the offensive side, right? And we we shit the bed just in terms of like creativity and like just minor details like that. But we also were missing a lot of things. I think and we. I think I, I don't think we would have worried about it too much if we would have had you know Jamar and Miles Brennan and all the players that like we. I lost. think well, I think the Miles Brennan stuff. Obviously, there were some issues when Miles got hurt. Um, everything changed, mm-hmm. but before that, there was also some signs of like, okay, the offense isn't exactly right. what we were used to in 2019. Right, some it things dropped, tweaked, and tweaked. Right, it was there were drops and there drops, just didn't feel sure. as 
didn't feel which as open. I don't I don't know if you're going to see that completely corrected in the spring. Uh huh. But um, I just want to see a progression. What do you think about um? They're they're saying in goal line sets they want to be more traditional. I don't mind I like it. That. I just want to see what that means. I just I think it just means like you know we're going to go more eye sets and stuff like that. That's fine. I just want to see. Again, I want I want to see it in a progression. Like, uh-huh. say we're five wide and we get down to the ten, and then we get down to the five. How do they transition into that? I kind of want to see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, even even in twenty nineteen, we didn't do that. Yeah. So right, I, but I kind of want to see what but that it means. Was fine, because uh, you know we had a really really good offensive line. We had Joe Burrow. I mean, you know. That speaks for itself. And then we had Clyde, who's yeah, actually really good on the goal line. I think this offensive line's going to be better than what people are thinking. I, I'm just very worried about it. I don't see where we, like, tremendously improve, other than maybe just, like, I like I think Liam Shanahan maybe makes a big step. But what um, about the development from one year to the next? Sure. I mean, just, that, I, but, like, Deculus is still the right tackle. And yeah, like, but it's what is he, another it, year. It's his fourth is his fourth year starting. Yeah, but he every year you should improve. Has he improved in one year? He's just I, it, like in 2020, I feel like he was just as good in 2020 as he was in 2018 when he was starting. Is my that's why I'm worried. I haven't seen him improve once. Hmm. Even in 2016 when he came, I mean 2017, I feel like he was just as good as he is now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully he improves. I mean, I'd love to see that. Um, but I don't know. I just don't see I'm, it yet. I'm, I'm just big on, like, player development. And not, not just for football, yeah. but for also for basketball. We've been talking about this a uh-huh. lot lately. Like, one year to the next, we, we should see some player development. Right. Um, and a guy like Deculus has been around for so long. Yeah, he right. should be fucking developed. Right. Yeah. You I think, agree. I, he I, seems I, like a guy who should have been going going pro right now if he would have been developing each year but i just don't feel like he has hmm. and you know he was starting in 2018 as a sophomore so you'd think a guy who's starting at right tackle for lsu as a sophomore you know you'd think all right he'll be going pro in two or three years definitely right and you know probably or moving over to the left side next year yeah. or whatever right yeah. no has anyone once considered moving deculus to left no. tackle no. fuck no no. Because he's not good. Yeah, we wanted. Uh, I mean, not that he's not good, but he's just not. He's not, impro- over he's not improving. There. So a guy like Rosenthal at left tackle. Rosenthal could definitely make a big step this year. Can wire behind him too. Ed Ingram, I you know Ed Ingram is already really good. So Jason like, Hines, Jason Hines. I, I feel make like a you have step. a solid group of offensive linemen here. Sure, with and, a and lot I, of experience. And then it sounds like Anthony Bradford is really pushing for yeah. uh Jason Hines spot. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, or one maybe of the, Liam Shanahan. One know. of the the talks was in the I formation having an Anthony Bradford or a uh, Cardell Thomas, Thomas as right. a fullback. Right. Although it doesn't sound like Cardell Thomas is really pushing for a starting offensive line job. Right. Um, which is which sucks to hear. Um, who else did he say? He said Charles Turner is playing well as a center. Um, I guess I'm assuming so. Yeah. Um, although I remember last year, there was one point where they said Charles Turner is the backup for all five positions. Hmm. There was like one or two weeks where like we were low on depth or something. Right. Charles Turner was the backup at all five spots. <laughs> uh, okay. So like, I yeah, I mean, Charles Turner can 
is a great depth guy, I guess, because you know he can he can play so many different positions, which is great. Right. There was a third offensive lineman backup that Coach O mentioned today or yesterday. I Martinez might have been. It, yeah, I think it was Martinez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he said that he's been having a good camp too. He, so. I think he's a guard ish kind of player guard slash tackle I, one I of those guys he's, from he's img swing tackle he was from player. img originally um so he okay he was one of those guys that i was thinking of it was like okay you take a guy from img with his size i would think that he is a guy that can play early mm-hmm. i feel like they've had a problem with these backups getting to the next level um anthony bradford yeah. Uh Cardell Thomas, Charles yeah. Turner, uh, Cam Wire, uh Mario Martinez, five guys there mm-hmm. that can't get to the next Martinez level. Martinez has only been here for a year. So no, two years now. This will be his second year. I don't think that's correct. Um, yeah. He's not a freshman. He was a freshman last year though. Right. So this is be his sophomore year. No, f- but he's Red- a redshirt freshman. He's a four star. We're talking about a four star. Uh, I think he was like a borderline three no. four star though. Four star, Charles Turner four star, uh, Cam Wire. No, Charles Turner was definitely a three star. Cam Wire was a four star. Um, right. Cardinal Thomas was that. a five star. Yeah, you have you have talent. Here. Although he's been battling injury issues, to be fair. No, um, I get it. But yeah, no, my developmentally, Anthony Bradford and Cardo Thomas. I don't know how they're not in the rotation yet. That's crazy to me. I think it has to those do guys with are very, they, they always talk about how talented those guys yeah, are. Yeah, but it has to do with Ed Ingram and Jason Hines, right? Right. If but you can't like, beat like, Jason Hines, then you're not going to get a job, right? You have yeah. to beat Jason Jason Hines, right? And it's, I mean, Jason Hines. I mean, he had he didn't have a great year last year, but he had a great year in 2019. Did he? He didn't even start. He did for a few games. Yeah. What, like one or two? No, it was like three or four. That was before uh, Ed Ingram came back, yeah. No, because Adrian McGee was the starter. Jason Hines had a lot of playing time in 2019. Mm, I don't rem- I remember he played a lot in 2018, but I thought in 2019 it was it was all Damian Lewis and uh, Adrian McGee. And then who was the center? Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd. Yeah, Cushmere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I do think Jason Hines is going to make a big step this year, though. Uh, Last year was really his first year, like playing the full season. So, all right. Do you want to get into last thing? We'll go to Tiger droppings oh, sure. post of the week, and we'll start it now. We'll go. We'll, we're immediately both going to Tiger droppings post of the week right now. Okay. It's the Tiger droppings post of the week. All right. Are you there? Yep. Tell me what you find. Okay. There was one I was actually looking at earlier today. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> here we go. This is a <laughs> question some, for... I see some funny shit on here. This is a question already. for you and me. Okay. Who, who is going to Pasadena? Are we going to Pasadena? I'm probably not going to Pasadena. Okay. That's a okay. big trip. It is a big trip, and you know, I just don't know what's if, going on in California. If I did it, it would be for like I would make it a bigger trip than just the game, right? Um, right. And I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that. Sure. So, uh, fair enough. <laughs> the number one tweet, the number one uh, 
post, why is Will Wade so hated by everyone? Yeah. Some of the gumps swear, this is by Tut Hill Tiger. Some of the gumps swear he's a huge prick and hated by everyone in college basketball. I don't know how anything about him, except for that he can recruit, and we are good again. What the hell? Anybody know anything on this topic? He's got three down votes. <laughs> um, he's exe- he's succeeding in a place where he's not supposed to succeed at. It's as simple. It's as simple as that. Um, here's another one. Uh, the court will never be named after Dale Brown. No, and it shouldn't fucking be. If there was a chance, it has vanished over the past two years. A few years ago, I would have said, hell yeah, it needs to be Dale, Dale Brown Court. But, I mean, geez. Uh, also, can we stop talking about what the court needs to be named and build a new arena first? Oh, there we because, go. Because, my God, I hate the PMAC, man. We can make that a one-team-one-podcast initiative. Uh, I feel like one of the initiatives right now is the Joe Burrow statue. Sure. We can kind of take the reins sure. on that. Uh, we'll make the reins on a new PMAC. Um, Smoke Laval was fired for one sub 500 SEC season. This will be Maneri's fourth, and the season appears to be a a futility record. It's not the fourth. It's not the fourth. SEC season. SEC regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SEC record. Um, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of sub 500 Here's one thing that I know about it, uh, Smoke Laval. Uh, he got fired, and they went to like back to back Omaha appearances. Okay, and then like the next year, he was like, they were like mediocre, and he got fired. That's too quick. Well, it just, everybody kind of saw the writing on the wall, not knowing the, any of the other details. That's yeah, too but quick. It was like the the guys who was there already for Skip, and it was just a trajectory of like. Downward, okay. Between Skip and Smoke Laval, okay. Um, the one thing that I know is that at fourth. I don't think this is the fourth. I mean, I can name a couple off the top of my head. LSU, uh, yeah. Uh, for I mean, Paul Maneri, yeah. Uh, I mean, 2010, the year after we won the Natty. I know we were shit that year. We, I mean, we were. We got into the tournament as like a. Uh, okay, so. That was the year um, that uh, Matty Ott was the was a starting pitcher and it really Okay, poorly. so that's what I remember. Two thousand seven was the last year we didn't make the tournament. Okay. Um and it's been it's been that long since we hadn't made right. the NCAA tournament. I don't think we're making the NCAA tournament this year. Yeah. No, um, that's the biggest talking point right there, is that we're not making the tournament this right. year. Um, uh you don't make the tournament one year at LSU and for baseball and you gotta be done. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um let me let me see let me see how long it's been since we had uh or well how many um losing SEC seasons he's had was Paul Monero was the coach in two thousand seven right yeah that was his first year okay so that was one of his four yeah that and was his hard, first year taking over for it's hard to blame him for that one because oh know, no no absolutely not nobody yeah, does that's that's not uh true. he right. he took over for uh smoke right and. So in it's like blaming Nick Saban for going seven and six. But the next year, year was two thousand eight, which was one of the most amazing years that I can ever remember. 
Um, I'll never forget this year. We went to the, we actually went, we go on vacation, uh, around, uh, Memorial day every week, every year. And we were there with you guys. And I was, um, that was the year where we won like 30 something games in a row, mm. uh, to, to get to like, we won the SEC tournament Oh wow! and we got to Omaha and everything. Did we stay at uh, the beach club that year? Mm-hmm. I, I, I vaguely think remember so. That. We were like on the first floor somewhere. We were somewhere in Orange Beach. We we're on the first floor. I remember that. I, we, remember, I remember that. listening to the SEC tournament game on the radio. That I year. remember that beach trip, and I watched a bunch of Tim Tebow highlights. Okay, and that was like so that was, probably that was, then. That was around 2008. That was right around when I started getting into okay. football a lot. It was okay, a big, it was a big time for me. Um, so that year was amazing to me because of the streak that we went on. Uh, we ended up losing to North Carolina, if I remember right. Uh, we had the, uh, we had a game against Rice where we, we hit a triple, Blake Dean hit a triple to win the game. And it was like, a he scored like three, one, three runs to win the game. It was like an ultimate Jim Hawthorne, uh, call on that one. But Mm. that, that year was amazing to get, kind of get the ship righted and then 20 2009 came the the next year okay um so yeah. that roster was so kind of in place it was quick. actually it was 2010 and 2011 were his other two losing records in the sec okay um so well, I mean, coming after like, 2009 it was like he he had this right. this aura around him at that point uh-huh. with winning right. the championship right you can kind of get to that point but the when Bregman came in 2013, 2014, 2015. Oh, yeah. No, like it was we like, were, all right, Paul Maneri's back on top. Yeah, like, we were It great. felt like it at least. Um, man, the year that we had Ray Frimes and... and uh, Mason Katz. Mason Katz, Alex Bregman. Bregman was a freshman on that team. Dude, we were loaded. That team was nasty. It was fucking Who's loaded. Our, who are our pitchers? We had Ronaldo. Ronaldo uh, 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 Nola, huh? Nola was young. But he was still Nola, bro. Yeah. Yeah, he was always sick. Um, Jared Foster was on that team, huh? Foster was on that team. We need to talk about him on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to get back over to Bogies, by the way. Uh, we'll have a we'll have another show over there soon. Who was our third baseman on that team? Um, I think we had a really good third baseman. No, no. I can't remember. No, I'm thinking of Tyler Hanover. We had Ochenko at first. We did have Ochenko. Um, yeah, I can't remember third. Wait, wait, what was the guy's name from Catholic? From Catholic, I can't remember his name. He hit a home. He hit a uh, walk off home run against ULL in the uh, in the regionals. Not um, the guy at center, right? That hurt his neck real bad. Mm-mm. Um, no, he didn't play center. Uh, he wasn't incredible. Uh, Shamber. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that is who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. He played he center. Played center? And he okay. he hurt his neck real bad on a. Okay. Um, he dove for a, a ball in Chris center Chandler. field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he broke his neck. I always loved that guy. He literally broke his neck. Oh shit. Yeah. At I think LSU. I broke his fucking. Neck. Should yeah. I not make that joke right there? I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? Fuck it. He's fine now. He's not. Listening. He's good. He's living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. so good for him. All right, we're gonna wrap it up here. I'm I'm getting I'm buzzed. Nice. I'm. Sh- Straight up buzzed. Uh, I'm feeling myself slurring mm. my speech. I need some. Uh, I need some food. Mm. I need it now. Mm. 
burritos, I think is what we got on tap. Uh, Summer's got some burritos on tap for me. Nice. Um, all right. Uh, we appreciate everybody checking in tonight. Uh, Bank of England Mortgage. Check those guys out. You see them right here at the screen. You can't really see it very well. Mm-mm. I'm going to fix that. Um, but Patrick Michelson, check out Bank of England Mortgage. We appreciate their sponsorship. Uh, courtesy Buick GMC. Uh, we got Bear Process Safety. We got Ether Insurance. We got Relief Pools. Get yourself a hot tub with Ben Landry. We got Bogies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're set with sponsorships as, at oh, this yeah. point. We could take more. No, no, we can take more. We we're can not, always. We're not set. Yeah, we can always do more. We're far from set. We're gonna always do more. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of plans for one team, one podcast. By the way, guys, um, oh, I am yeah. in marketing. I am full of ideas. I always have an idea. Um, and want to play golf. Yeah. So our idea Whoever right wants now to is, pay us to play golf. Our idea right now is <laughs> a. We're gonna. I want to make a Louisiana golf tour. Um, and my dog is barking in the background. Mm. I don't know why. There's a person walking. Is there? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's uh, a person walk. Oh my god! They just turned this way. They're wearing a hood. They're, they're probably, wearing a hood. Yeah. Oh no! They just turned up your driveway. Well, you don't want anything to do with this this house. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, all right. So we got. Um, yeah, we want to do a Louisiana golf tour. Mm-hmm. There's the Ottoman Golf Trail. And yeah. I want to make something different than the Audubon Golf Trail, and I want to make it for amateur golfers like ourselves, yeah, because we're definitely amateurs, sure. And I want to show the amateur golfer out there what is out there in Louisiana for different golf courses in Louisiana. Also, mm-hmm. um, we we are developing one team that is another. Uh, Another platform that is uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram so far. Uh, One team is our parent company, and we are going to uh, hopefully build some podcasts underneath one team. And this is one of them, one team, one podcast. But one team will be more all inclusive for like regional SEC, um, not just LSU and not just podcasts, but we'll also be doing all kinds of other things with one team. Yeah. Uh, we have a Patreon account. We have all kinds of shit going on. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm busy, busy, busy. So um, also, if you need advertising sales, look me up. Uh, right. I do TV advertising. So ting. there you go. TV um, and podcast advertising. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, com. Check us out. You see it at the top of the screen. Um, uh, our biggest thing right now, I think, was our uh, Masters gear that we just uh, we just oh, did yeah. the Masters gear, but also uh, comfort colored t shirts. We have yeah. tons of comfort colored t shirts. I'm trying to do uh, sh- uh, like different um, different apparel that people would wear like normally. Oh, that was just a Amazon uh, UPS guy. Mm. Maybe it's some uh, shoes. Oh yeah, I got some shoes coming in. Yeah, Do you? yeah. Oh, is that the golf shoes? Uh, maybe some Chinese shoes. Chinese uh, shoes. Huh? All right, I'm gonna have a talk with somebody. These are Chinese Jordans that I'm wearing right now. Chinese Jordans. Yeah, I have no shame in my game. Could not. Could not. You can't look tell. More like just normal Jordans. They look like normal Jordans. I could. Uh, they're from China. I don't know if they're not normal or not. Everybody tells me the people that are like big in the shoe game tells me that this this is a no no, and you shouldn't do this. But uh, they mm. look like normal Jordans to me, and I'm saving I, a lot of money. 
<laughs> yeah, I I could take these back and like resell them on Facebook for a lot. Jeez. So I don't I don't I don't. Would get you it. do that? No, I wouldn't do that. I I'm just trying that. to look cool. I would do that. All right, so um, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. We still got five people watching. Really? I feel y'all? like I'm drunk as a skunk right now. Why are y'all still watching? I don't know. We're not even saying anything interesting. We appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... We haven't said anything interesting in like 20, 30 minutes? I don't know. <laughs> I I feel like I just... The the more I start going on, the, uh, no? the more inebriated that I get during the All show. Right. Whoever stays on last... Um, All right. You, well, well, okay. Well, I was going to offer you some money, but then I realized I don't have any money to offer. So. Uh, we'll give you a twenty dollar. All right, the last person that stays on will give you a twenty dollar gift card or a bar tab at Bogies. Okay. So I see five people on right now. The last person that's on, you have to send us a message in the chat. Tell us who you are. So the other four people need to get off now. They're not. I think off. we we've just locked ourselves. They in. uh. I think they're just like sleep. How, well, how long can we honestly do this? They're sleeping right now. Something's going on. Everybody, chat if you're freaking listening. Are you even watching at this point? Are you even watching? Yeah. Y'all haven't chatted. That's two hours. In like forty-five minutes. All right. Are y'all even there? There's still here. Garrett oh, okay. says still here. Garrett's not gonna get it. Thank you, Garrett. Garrett, you're an insider. You're not gonna be able to get it. Yep. Um, that would be cheating. So there's right. only four of you left. There's only four other people that are watching. All they, right, they're not leaving. I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to are, leave the leave the chat in just a second. All right, five. Overlay the chat. Overlay. Four, three, two, one. Team one podcast. Logging out. We showed you what the goat was last year when we beat y'all fifty to seven. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. Team one podcast. Team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? Team one podcast. 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 Team one podcast.